Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Well, I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my, uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. <sighs> All right. It like, was wait, in wait, the men's section. Girl shirt button on the other yes. side. Yes. <laughs> yeah, figured it Flash out. Flash is wearing a girl shirt. Flash. It's a me, a man, it's a Garcia. <laughs> Go cojones. How about those friggin' pirates? There's local politics, bud. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me say well. You are terrible. And stop playing that song. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Did not flub at all. Send it in. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930, online, pr927fm.com. And watch today's show and be a part of the show on facebook live and youtube it is a victory monday a men's and women's basketball victory over the weekend that we will discuss also a lot of great guests to get to it is monday that means we go inside the delcor players lounge coming up at four o'clock we'll talk to lane hoover pirate outfielder also josh moylan pirate first baseman coming up in our third hour brian bailey will join us to talk super bowl 57 some college hoops and touchdown tony collins ecu hall of famer will give his super bowl uh, prediction talk about some of these nfl coaching moves as well coming up later on in today's show we'll open up the booty bag we got shirley rhodes chandler honeycutt troy d to my left hello troy hello clip happy monday happy monday to you and we lead off the show with jacob jenkins coward east carolina outfielder outfielder joining us today here on the delcor players lounge and jacob great to have you in man how you doing i'm great it's great to be here excellent and uh we got a lot of questions we're gonna uh pepper to jacob jenkins coward and if you want to get in on the act you can send a question via facebook live uh pirate radio tv on youtube or on twitter got a ton of fan questions to get to as well but uh first jacob uh i'm at the basketball game saturday great to see the pirates win great performance brandon johnson rj felton ezra Asar put in great performances but there was some concern during that basketball game uh multiple people came up to me that were at the baseball scrimmage and said yeah uh, jacob jenkins coward just tried to catch one with his face in the outfield and uh didn't look too good so i'll let you explain uh what happened uh on the scrimmage on saturday yeah so um i'm in center uh fly ball to shallow left center so i'm heading in on it and the ground the ground is pretty soft from uh from the the rain last week and uh, there's a there's a little divot that i happen to step in right as right as i'm about to catch the ball so i lose my footing and uh as i'm falling down i just caught it right in the mouth huh. yeah. did, did we get joey huh. to handle that divot so that doesn't happen again uh, yeah i'm I'm assuming it wasn't back there when i went out the next day so So it's just one of those freak type of deals yeah yeah it was uh it was really unexpected i kind of didn't know what happened until i got up and i was bleeding a little bit yeah how are you feeling you showed it to us earlier it looked like it was you know it looked like you were lucky you didn't you know lose any teeth yeah um, it wasn't hit that hard i'm feeling good the swellings took about two days to go down but now now we're solid do you think uh if you didn't have that mustache it would have hurt even more (laughs) like did that protect you some you think i mean it's like a layer of warmth for me so it might have done a little help there <laughs> now but, is this early now for mustache march you're just going to keep this pretty much year round at this point yeah it, um i told i, I told uh you guys at, at the uh media day it doesn't really come off it's like it breaks my razor it's like it's like it's stuck on me 
<laughs> this is just the look, right? Yeah, it's just part yeah. of me. It's here I figure, to stay. I figure it looks all right. My parents like it. My girlfriend likes it, so it'll it'll stay. That's, that's all that matters. That's the only vote you need right there. Yep. Uh, so, Hal, overall, uh, Jacob, before that mishap, uh, tell us about spring, uh, or excuse me, the, the scrimmage, the practice last week, and uh, how things are leading up to opening day coming up next Friday. How are things going right now? Yeah, we're, we're doing really good. Um, the offense is really off to a hot start. We're swinging the bats well. Pitchers are always they're doing their thing um but uh really we're just really high energy right now it's it's really exciting to be out of practice every day we're moving doing everything fast uh, everything's high pace high energy so it really makes you want to get to the field i've heard a lot of people say talked to mike mullis about it recently that just about everything you guys do in practice is a competition whether it be like running out to center field or just everything you do like how does that help you as a player as a teammate as a program yeah, I mean, we talk about it. Before you can be a good baseball player, you got to be a good competitor. So, um, yeah, when we run out to when we run out to our positions before an inning, uh, Blake Hardegree's there with a stopwatch, so we have to get on the field in under nine seconds. So, everything we do just teaches us to be a competitor. And you know, when when stuff's not going well for you, your swing's not feeling good, you don't have your best stuff on the mound. If if you can be a competitor, you know, it's going to turn out for you most of the time. JJC joining us inside the Del Course Players Lounge here exclusively on Pirate Radio. Season gets underway a little bit later on this month here at Clark O'Claire Stadium. And uh, Jacob, the, the atmosphere, you know, last year, a lot of excitement, a lot of anticipation last year going into the season. Pirates got off to kind of a, I guess you could say, a slow start. Uh, but boy, did they heat up towards yeah. the second half of the season. How important is it, do you feel, this year to kind of, hey, match the how you guys finished last year so hot? I think at one point it was over a 20-game win streak yep. or more. Um, how important is it to get out of the gate this time hot, not stumble out of the gate, I guess? Yeah, I think it's all about our preparation. Last year we kind of had a, a slow start because we weren't really ready. We you know, we thought we were we thought we were the best team, so we were comfortable. But this year it's everybody's coming for us. They know that you know we have shown weakness. But um, I think we're really, really prepared this season, and we're just going to come out you know, flying never really seemed like you were uncomfortable but heading into this year is there an extra comfort level you've been through it now you know what to expect a little bit like do you feel any different today than you did this time last year <laughs> yeah this time last year i was still taking ground balls at first base <laughs> um but I, I don't know if it's more of a comfort level i think it's more of a a really just a preparation thing i know how to prepare my body and how to prepare my mind um i've been through it with the older guys so it's more of just a uh, a mindset kind of thing. I know where my mind needs to be. I did have a question uh, from a listener who asked about kind of taking over a leadership role. You're kind of young for that, but you've played so much. You've you're kind of the spark plug of the team. Do you feel like you're already accepting a role like that? Yeah, I think so. I'm uh, I'm not afraid to uh, talk. You know, I'm a very loud person. I talk a lot, so I think when something needs to be said, um, I'm pretty good at saying what needs to be said and uh really just making sure everybody's ready to go keeping the energy up how do you balance that that fun happy-go-lucky with also and you talked about this media day but taking it serious like this is yeah. it's serious <laughs> but why not have fun at the same time so you do a pretty good job balancing that on the field right yeah there yeah there's a time and a place for everything and uh, our strength coach dennis wilson he, he always tells us there's a difference between uh um there's a difference between your uh good grief <laughs> personality yeah. there's a difference between personality and clowns and coach okay. Cowan says that too so um you know it can be taken too far at sometimes 
but uh the personality aspect you, you know we're everything's serious but at the same time we're we're here you know we're god's gift that we're here so we're gonna take take we're not taking anything for granted and, and i think if you guys are having fun uh it's you're playing a sport it mm-hmm. should be fun and the yeah. more fun you have sometimes the more success you can have yeah absolutely um it, it's really it, it is fun it's it's an emotional journey it's a it's a gift so i think if we're not having fun like last year we talked about the beginning of the season was not fun so if we're having fun we're, we're playing well what did you do this off season uh jacob to improve to get better things you worked on this off season uh, I, I worked on uh gaining weight i lost a, a lot of a lot of weight during the season last year because uh you know never been through that you know elongated season so um i really gained gained some weight back and then worked on speed work and just worked on outfield um just fine-tuning the swing as well and for folks that haven't seen you up close lately as you said you thinned down some probably i i would say probably the tallest guy on the team yeah too. probably is six six is that accurate yeah that's accurate yeah, yeah. i mean so you're when you walk in people notice yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you play basketball at all uh, i did in high school for a couple of years um more of just a rebound guy yeah I shoot a little bit but i like getting the rebounds yeah any line. other sports you used to play other uh, than I, was, I was a competitive swimmer for a couple of years in uh in middle school i stopped early in high school because i knew it wasn't really for me but i did that during the summer paired with baseball and then i played basketball in the winter and you can't have a lot of hair when you're a swimmer right so that's uh I that's mean, not we, good we wear you. the swim caps so it didn't really matter <laughs> <laughs> jacob jenkins coward joining us east carolina will open up the season coming up next friday against george washington uh how about this uh this off season uh did you play uh summer ball jacob? yeah I, uh well for a short period of time i went to the burlington sock puppets along with ryan mccrystal so uh we had a good time down there and then I was continuing to drop weight, and I just wasn't as healthy as I needed to be. So I came back to campus and really did some did some rehab stuff and started taking care of my body. I like to ask you guys about the the advanced stuff, and Cliff's not super into it, and it sounds like you guys as a team aren't either. But as far as launch angle, exit velocity, all that kind of stuff, like, are there any things like that you look at uh, with uh, your yeah. swing? Yeah, we don't. I, I we don't ever look at launch angle, but Heath Blackman, our uh, director of player development he does a really good job with our analytics so all our hard hit balls uh we get we have a file on microsoft teams where we have our our best swings and it's got our exit velo and stuff like that so, cliff uh not a fan of average a big fan of quabs quality absolutely. of bats so uh, is that like the main thing you look at after yeah. a game like how many quality of bats did i have tonight yeah I, I don't even remember my average from last year um or i don't even remember my, know my average right now in the preseason but we just think think about if you're hitting the ball hard you know if you line out to the shortstop that's that's a quality of bat you hit the ball hard you're seeing it well hit 330 to rank third on the team last year i'd remember that it's a pretty good number yeah. i mean i know <laughs> just you to refresh care, remember. <laughs> i would tell people that i'd be excited about that so what'd you hit in high school like 500 like all you guys uh, I, don't, I don't really know probably around <laughs> some i don't know yeah jacob jenkins coward oh. joining us how is the move to uh to center going obviously you had your uh your divot mishap but like yeah. uh you feeling comfortable out there right now yeah we're working we're working on it uh i had a couple mishaps yeah like we talked about um early but um really doing a good uh thing i'm doing a better job of you know feeling out the position like laterally like I, i've already got to move left and right i got to move in and back so um in right field it was more of if i play towards the line i'm going to my right only 
so now it's right and left you got to get better reads so working on that cliff jacob says uh he doesn't pay attention to stats but for uh, fans wondering to refresh their memory uh, what he did last season 65 rbis along with uh, 44 runs scored 10 doubles 13 home runs 16 walks six stolen bases and a 549 slugging percentage if so, you're scoring at home yeah if you're playing along jacob home, is not so how many uh do you have a home run goal going into the season <laughs> no um uh, i got a win goal i want to win i want us to win 50 games this year so there's the goal it's more like it yep put that one on the board jacob jenkins coward joining us let's take a break Shirley. we'll come back more with jacob jenkins coward got a ton of questions from uh the listeners out there we'll get to some of those some some baseball questions some kind of off the wall so we'll hit those when we return more to go delcor players lounge here on a monday lane hoover and josh moylan joining us later on in the program more with jc when we return after this You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike's sub on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike's sub location. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. Chandler Honeycutt here on a Monday. Clip Brock, Troy D with Jacob Jenkins Coward. Delcor Players Lounge here on a Monday talking pirate baseball as we'll do each and every Monday here throughout the season and uh troy great to have jacob in we'll have uh josh moylan lane hoover coming yeah, up later we were talking to uh jacob before the show actually and we learned something new i was like well we should share this with our audience often we ask if you you know follow professional baseball mm-hmm. what your favorite team is we learned that your favorite team is the braves absolutely the hard. braves and we said oh wow we you know we're bringing dill murphy and you're like yeah i know wish i could be there so mm-hmm. he's one of your even though you're a lot younger than we are, he's still yeah. one of kind of your baseball idols. I yeah, guess. he's he's, one, he's on definitely the Braves Mount Rushmore for me. Who are the other guys? Uh, we just talked about this. Uh, Freddie Freeman, even though he left, he's still the man. Um, Chipper Jones, and then a sleeper. If you guys listen and remember, Chris Medlin is a pitcher back in the mid two thousands. He's the man. Flattest bill in the game. Straight, just straight across. Oh yeah, fresh out of the box. Almost looked weird. We'll have to uh, uh, we'll have to get something special from Dale for you. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. That uh, that is a shame that like you'll be in uh, what Houston. Houston? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's unfortunate this timing wise, but uh, if folks want to attend the dinner with Dale Murphy, all the information's on our website uh, pr nine two seven fm dot com. We still have some seats and tables available. The sales have been going great, but uh, not too late to get signed up and join us. All right, um, I've got some listener questions to get to. Um, Hannah Manning says Mason, uh, her seven year old wants to know who would win in a race between yourself hoover and josh Moylan. uh so here's the thing uh i, I don't, I don't want to throw josh under the bus here but he's he's not catching up um so it's a two-horse he, he's actually, race he's actually really athletic for for a first baseman he moves well but i think in, in the end hoover's going to take the lead early but then i'll catch up with the strides and overtake him there you go the, the, the long strides of jacob jenkins coward 
Um, we have a question from Irwin. Do you prefer peanuts or sunflower seeds? Hmm. Neither. Okay. I'm a double bubble guy. I was going to say gum. Maybe. Double bubble. So during the game, you're chewing Two gum? Two pieces of double bubble in at all times. <laughs> at all times. How often do you have to switch that out? Like every uh, Every at bat, pretty that, much. Okay. If, if I get a hit, I'll keep it in. It's a superstition for me. Every AB. Is Hoover, Hoover's a, he's a big Braves fan, right? Oh, yeah. Probably, wow. probably maybe a little bigger than me. I, I'd like to challenge that, though. Al Glover says, ask Hoove, and I'll ask him later, but while you're here, he says, how many times will the Marlins beat the Braves this season? Oh, Al Glover. Yeah. Al Glover's the man. He's a season ticket holder. He's We're really close with him. He's a big Marlins fan, but uh, the Marlins will beat the Braves zero times this year. All right. I asked and answered. Uh, Blake says, who is the, let's start with offense. How about an offensive breakthrough performer that the fans might not know about? So a guy that maybe didn't get a lot of ABs mm-hmm. last year, maybe a newcomer who you think could put up some numbers this year. Um Luke Nowak, he, he's he's another outfielder. He has really come on sh- strong this spring. He was uh, he he didn't get a lot of abs last year, and then he uh, tore his labrum in the summer, so he missed all the fall, and and now he's he's come back on a rampage. We saw him run a lot last year. Oh, right? yeah. He would come in and Fastest run. Fastest guy on the team by yeah. far. Arthur on Facebook Live wants uh, to bring the props back for the celebrations. <laughs> Your thoughts on that? Yeah, um, that, that'd be nice. We, we really like the, the birdhouse, the traffic cone, but it is what it is. We'll 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 make do. Is the traffic cone still around somewhere? Like the original I actually one? haven't seen it. Like it should be placed like in the uh, like in a special area. Yeah, the, you know, like the team lounge or yeah, that's a good question. You know, it should, I, I it should be in the trophy it. case, perhaps just yeah. as a piece of pirate history. maybe uh tyler smith or cooch like took it home with him or something well tyler smith's the one who actually found it i think if, yeah. if i'm correct i've heard the story right but it was just found in the rock room under the, underneath the stadium and they started using it so yeah all right um be, be right next to one of the trophies <laughs> yeah put it in the case yeah I like yeah uh a few questions about the super regional last year blake says how difficult has it was it to kind of overcome that and another question that was asked about it, you know, what experiences did you learn from that? So just going back to that, and what an awesome time, just yeah. didn't have a great ending to it. Yeah, um, it, it, you know, it hurt, obviously, but um, we do a good job uh, uh, worrying about what's in front and not behind us. So I think I moved on, and we're ready to go now. Uh, Charlie saying, who's the best on the team at a sport other than baseball? so you guys have a ping pong who's the best ping pong ping pong is is tough there's a a lot of guys josh gross is really good amax really good riley johnson i mean they're really competitive i don't really play that often but there's a lot of guys that are really good if there was a one-on-one basketball tournament who you think will win me okay yeah um i just don't think anybody can defend the size yeah and in the pool you would win as well swimming Yeah. yeah all right actually uh it's probably between me and Miles Curley. He's from he's from uh, Clearwater, so he you know he's a big swimmer. How are you on the pickleball court? <laughs> I've actually only played pickleball one time, and I don't I don't remember it going very well. Yeah, it's it's the hot new thing, Clip. Yeah, it is. I, I, the, I, the, I, the kids club. these days are even playing. It. I've heard about it. I've never. I don't know what it is. It's the opposite of like you know. Usually things get popular. Young mm-hmm. people make it popular, and then older people get into it. you know. Kind of like Facebook started mm-hmm. just college kids, and then it like went everywhere pickleball started with the old people and then it went down it's trickled down it's like yes. plastic tennis i kind of view it as like bat half badminton yeah. half tennis so what are you hitting the tennis. ball with it's like a large yeah. ping pong paddle yeah okay. yeah it's uh-huh. like it's like you're playing table tennis but you're standing on the mm-hmm. court what kind of court are you playing on it's like a mini small tennis small court, yeah. very okay. small tennis court huh? yeah. right. it kind of looks cool i thought about starting 
maybe trying to get into it. That could be my new thing. You Makes thought about? Well, I'm now. still considering. You thought it. about maybe starting to try to get into it? Yeah, like I, <laughs> I guess that's the first step. Yeah, of anything. I, like I'm, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> okay. And then I'm wondering whether those thoughts will. First, manifest. you got to visualize. Right. Yeah. And then I don't have a ton of free time. But then I thought, would this be something fun to do for exercise? All right. Should I get into pickleball? Let me know if you could take step be, two in that. You know process. me. I'm an athlete, Clip. So I mean, should I? Is this should, is this something I should tackle? Something you should definitely think about. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is a good question from Pirate Treasure because we've talked about it with the pitchers. From a batter's perspective, does the pitch clock, so Cliff Godwin said they were going to apparently focus on that more, maybe enforce it more. Does the pitch clock affect your strategy at the plate? Um, it doesn't affect strategy, but um, I actually have a very a pretty long uh, pre-at-bat routine. So I, I, I walk to the plate and then I dig out the box, step out, take a practice swing and a breath, and then kind of take my time getting in. But um, actually, the uh, Coach G's told the umpires in our scrimmages to really enforce it hard so that we're ready. So I got quick pitched really bad this weekend, my first at bat on Friday. So it's really just about we just got to shorten up our routines a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. All right. uh, What's your walk-up song this year? Uh, walk-up song i, w- I was going to keep the same one but now i'm going uh it's called astronaut by uh, by jace dash spec it's from I'm 2015 fa- yes i'm familiar with that yeah it's a good gym song too yeah yeah i used to, i've jammed out to that before all right yeah that's a good one uh favorite jersey combo to rock Ooh, uh definitely black with gray pants i love the black and gray the way the away midweek away friday uniform all right uh best road environment you've been to so far as a pirate mm. old dominion sleeper huh. probably, probably wouldn't have thought of that but, interesting uh, they had i was actually one of my first games in right field they had the entire right field line was full of people and it was intoxicated people and they were letting us have it it was funny um but it's yeah. like a junior jungle yeah yeah it was it, it, it didn't compare to that but yeah. um it was it was actually a pretty good environment that and uh i don't know really the, the only other places we played weren't really that packed out Craig uh, says, who is the dugout prankster? Who's keeping mm-hmm. it loose in the dugout? Probably Josh Gross. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to ask him about that next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a favorite prank you've seen in your time here? Uh, not really. Sort of pranks is more as it's like backhanded compliments, stuff like that. Okay. Gross is really good at those. A little roast action. Yeah. Uh, speaking of roast, David Matthews says, do you get a free bowl of soup with that cheesy mustache? You should get a look at David. Yeah, look at this guy asking the question. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be throwing stones right yeah. there. You know, what's in that goatee? Yeah. <laughs> David, what has your face gotten you over the, over the years? Yikes! All right, uh, do you get a free bowl? Of yeah, probably. All right, if I go to Panera, I could probably get one. There you go. Everywhere he walks Might in, have to test the waters. Uh, Jansen has a question. If you could live in any TV, movie, or book universe, which one would it be? That is a thinker. Wow. Um, probably Avatar. All right. That would be... Troy, awesome. you saw the new movie, right? I, I did. Seen I've seen uh, the old one. Did you watch the new one yet? Mm, not yet. Oh, uh, it's good. It got me at the end, man. I got to admit. And now it's long. You got you to gotta account for yeah. a long time. I swear it was like four hours long in this movie. Um, but it was like... It's got... It, it really comes down to... It has like a family value message. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the father-son moment at the end got me. I don't want to be a spoiler. I'm just... You need to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Got me choked up, bud. All right. So, uh, Avatar world. So, are you a blue guy in that world? Or are you... 
yeah, yeah. i don't know how that works okay. yeah <laughs> uh where'd you go to high school southeast guilford okay we saw um let's see oh yeah we'll get an update from that guy in a minute Uh-oh. robert said that's what i was looking at southeast guilford falcons i guess representing yeah. so he's yeah. okay a lot of good players came out before me from southeast all right david going to the well here he's using jokes he's got his uh 1970s roast book out he says clip last time i saw a face like yours it had a hook in it Hey-o. I think you need to read that in a Rodney Dangerfield voice. Hey, uh, hey, oh, clip on last time I saw a face like that and a hook on it. And I tell you, my wife, she is ugly. Oh, oh hey. <laughs> and my son, I tell you, David, good stuff, man. Oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> Keep it coming, oh, David. Keep it coming. That's awesome. All right, uh, let's see. Robert says, how would you rate high school baseball in North Carolina? Very competitive. I mean, from from – 1A to 4A. Uh, a lot of good schools. Uh, Tyler says, how have you gotten with flying? So were you afraid of flying? Yeah, I was last yeah. year. I, I hadn't flown a lot before I got here, and it was not fun on my first flight, but now nah, I just kind of put the headphones in and try and get it over with. There you go. What do you uh, watch a movie, listen to music, podcast? Yeah, uh, or that or I, I like the crime stuff on Netflix. Unsolved Documentaries. Mystery, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm into all that stuff. You should listen to... Um, <laughs> uh crime time with yes, clip and, with clip and juice oh yeah that me and my too. wife put out a couple podcasts yeah. um yeah or yeah jeff and they do the sit down yeah. about crime and mobsters all right uh any other questions for jacob jenkins coward playing a game of pepper here you're really responding to them all We're doing a good job what's your favorite hobby outside of you know playing mm. baseball probably eating all right. I love to eat, but no. In Favorite foods, then? In all seriousness, golf. I like to golf. I golf variety. What do you so, like to eat? Um, McDonald's. Really? I spend like $23 every time I go to McDonald's. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's not as hard to do as it used to be. Yeah, but I mean, up, when you're ordering two quarter pounders with no pickles, a 20-piece nugget and fries, it adds wow. up. Do you so you, you talked about weight coming off. Do you have a hard time keeping weight on? Like um, metabolism and everything? I think when I'm eating McDonald's like that, yeah, because it's not good for me. But um, I think if I, when I stick to my diet, I, I keep the weight on. I've been 220 for about a month and a half now, and I'm keeping it on pretty good. But when you, so you've, you can go there and eat two quarter pounders, mm-hmm. a 20 piece nugget, and a fry. Yeah. Man, that's impressive. Wow. Sometimes, sometimes I'll bang the nuggets and I, just get three quarter pounders. I think I saw a movie about that one time. Uh, now we got people doing so, Rodney Dangerfield yeah. jokes, Troy. Uh, Steven said, when I was a baby, instead of breastfeeding me, my mom said, let's just be friends. <laughs> hey. Whoa. Um, Thank you for the Dangerfield Ch- jokes. Chad Moore wants to know what kind of music you listen to to get ready for a game. What, uh, not your walk-up music, but like what, what pumps you up. Um, we... It's it's really a team thing. We in the locker room they throw on some some EDM remixes that have a lot of a lot of beat drop, a lot of a lot of energy. So we, we'll right. get that going. What uh, what do you watch if anything on uh, the television? You said you like the true crime stuff. Anything mm-hmm. else? Any TV shows you're watching right um, now? I'm re- I was really into Peaky Blinders for a while. I haven't finished it, but I love that show. I haven't even started. I've heard so many people say I need to watch that. So I need to check that. It starts out. slow, but once you get into it, it, it gets hectic quick all right you said you like food do you cook or are you all just uh, uh I, I can yeah. uh, i don't i don't cook that often but when i need to i, I could if we were having a competition they said make your signature dish what would you make it's a chicken and rice casserole 
Uh, my mom is, is why I've, I've probably eaten it a million times in my life, but I can whip it up in about 30 minutes and it's solid. Any cheese in it? No. Chicken, rice, what else is it? Chicken, there? rice, cream of chicken soup, and uh, little crispy onions on the top. Oh, man. Hmm. That sounds good. JJC yeah. specialty. Might have to check that out. Yeah. Uh, Josh says, what kind of nuggets are you putting on, uh, or what kind of sauce are you putting on those nuggets? Ranch only. Put some ranch, ranch on Oh, I, I was going to go sweet and sour. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Would have got that one wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a sweet and sour guy. Yeah, I just thought, I, if I had a pick, I was going to say he's a sweet and sour guy. All right. Fair enough. Uh, let's see. Any other questions for Jacob Jenkins Coward? You're a good question answerer. I'll give you that. Yeah, you, you'll take any questions. Yeah. Kind of like you'll take any pitch. <laughs> yeah. Swing swing every yeah. pitch. More like it. Uh, how about the uh, – have you changed your swing like over time or has it always been pretty similar to what um, we see today? In high school, I was absolutely the complete opposite. I um, I had a big leg kick, stood straight up, and then I got here and that was – failing rapidly with the advanced <laughs> pitching so we widened out got my legs a little more so i could see the ball better you do have a and sometimes a lefty swing looks more beautiful ken griffey jr back in the day but like you got a big windmill swing like yeah. when you connect on one it uh but you said you golf righty mm-hmm. how'd that how um, that happen? so when i was first starting playing t-ball my mom forced me to hit lefty because she said i needed to step across the plate because i was going to be slow <laughs> and then uh, I switch hit for Good a little job, bit. Good job, mom. Yeah, I switch hit for a little bit when I was like ten years old. So then when COVID hit, I picked up a righty golf club and figured it out. All right, uh, Chad says, "Do you have a big hat collection?" Yeah, I have probably have 30, 40 hats, but I wear this one. I've had this one for like three years. It's one of my best friend at home, his mom's company, so I, I can't take it off. All right, it it's, used uh, to be black. So oh yeah, oh, well, it's yeah. brown. No, yeah, you're right. Uh, for folks listening on radio, it's uh, Cohen Equipment mm-hmm. Incorporated hat. I have a Braves Royal Blue, like the old uh, '80s, that mm-hmm. now looks brown. I have I a pirate so radio much. hat that used to be black. That's like that now. The brown so, worn so much faded. the beach. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, looks totally different color. And we talked about your Braves Mount Rushmore. Your big, uh, big Braves fan. Uh, you looking forward to this season? What are your expectations for Atlanta this year? I mean, uh, I, I'm really intrigued on Vaughn Grissom at shortstop. I know we lost Dansby, but I think he 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 was barely in double a i mean he was drafted in 2019 i think so that's uh, i sure quick. didn't hear a lot about him before yeah. he got up to the yeah, majors kind of and made an impact. he actually uh played with jacob starling in high school so oh wow. yeah that's pretty cool yeah. but, um, all right uh we'll wrap it up with some ecu baseball talk obviously uh confidence is high right now one thing i hear you and, and the other guys talking about though is the energy and mm-hmm. that's uh I think it was maybe AMAC who said at media day that maybe that wasn't there going into last year. You guys have uh, put an added emphasis on it going into this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's it's almost like a hunger as well. Like we were so you know we were so close last year, but like this year, like it's like kind of taking no prisoners here. And not just the energy, but we you know we talked to some of the seniors last week, and they're saying the team chemistry is the best. It's yeah. been, you know, you're one of the younger guys, even though you look like an older guy, but you're one of the yeah. younger guys. But they're saying it's the best chemistry they've been, at least in their five-year career. Yeah, you know? definitely com- compared to last year. There was absolutely nothing wrong with last year's team chemistry, but, it, it, I mean, things are clicking with everybody right now. I think, um, you know, I got 38 best friends built in, so it's awesome all right before we wrap it up if you got anything to get in do it now jack said he had the pleasure of 
this young man being at the table during the banquet said you were a super nice young man so thank you there you go way to represent yourself thank you for watching jack and robert says how are the umpire strike zones uh in comparison to high school (laughs) a lot a lot better uh make to be honest i mean it makes hitting a little easier because you know we're not giving balls three feet outside a strike so all right there you go jacob jenkins coward good uh first appearance jc yeah you're like an old pro you're natural (laughs) it's good to be here well uh we'll talk to you again uh in a couple of weeks after the season opening uh series against george washington good luck man thank you all right we'll take a break come back uh more to go hour one coming up hour two we'll talk to lane hoover hour three josh moylan on the delcor players lounge Brought to you by Delcor. Over 50 years of experience helping local businesses and residential customers with all your HVAC, uh, HVAC, and plumbing needs. Uh, You can go to DelcorInc.com or call 321-8868 and they will get you taken care of. We'll take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006 and are the local support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit University PC pccare.com to learn more today now let's head back in to prl here's clip all righty back with you on pirate radio live here on a monday awesome to get to know jacob jenkins coward we'll be talking baseball throughout the year these early interviews kind of just getting to know the guys talking baseball and more uh but we will talk to lane hoover coming up in about 20 minutes or so and then josh moylan coming up hour three of today's program uh troy d alongside great weekend pirate men and women picking up basketball victory so kind of a rare feat there that was great to see east carolina on the road coming up this week the women will be at home i actually had uh intern alexis write me um bullet points on the ecu women's win oh wow i was at the men's game so i have the bullet points i can talk about that what they say uh let's let's uh recap the ecu women's victory courtesy of intern alexis ec women's basketball beat ucf in orlando with a score of 68 to 54 amaya joiner had a block moved up in the freshman rebound rankings as well several spots danae mcneil 27 points and four steals morgan mosley made her first three of the season uh wednesday the women will be at home at six o'clock kids get in free if they bring their report card Hmm. so bring your report card regardless of the grades uh, now that's a good question because it yeah. says it's you bring your a game so i'm not sure if you hold on one second i'll tell you <laughs> what if your report card sucks they gotta let them in anyway hey st- c students you, need to be supported there has to be an a on your report card is that true yes according to who uh a former roommate of mine that's a teacher at wintergreen all right all right so just good so- according to sources way all to right. way to have a source on that chandler uh if you have an a on your report card bring it 
Yeah. Well, according to ECU Women's Basketball's social media page, it just says admission will be free for all kids who bring a copy of their report card. They're not going to turn anyone down. I mean, come on. What, if the, what if the kid has all Fs? They're not. You think they're? I, I would make kid. the kid pay ten times more. <laughs> well, if, now I can see that. I can so see. So you're gonna f in science? They, they need butts in the seats. Yeah. Well, they're not I can gonna turn anyone down away. I can see it like if it, if this game was like Education Day, where they're having it in the middle of the day and during school hours, where if you made an A, you would go to the game. But this is a six o'clock game, so I would have I would yeah. assume that they, it's just well, whoever brings a report exactly. card. Exactly. Bring a report report card. You're in. They'll be happy to have you. You can be a C student and still yeah. get or in. a D student. Not not, yeah, not if I'm. Not if I'm controlling the gate. If Chandler's at the gate, go yeah. to a different gate. Uh, Pirates now six and four in conference play, a half game out of second place. So there you go. Thank you, intern Alexis, for the right, good recap. And just a, 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 a crucial note because we were talking about a half game out of second place. The top five teams uh, at the end of the regular season get a first round bye in the conference tournament, which I honestly as long as i've been here i don't remember the last time east carolina did not have to play on the first day of the tournament be nice to get that first day off and have a uh, one less win you have to get to make it to the ncaa tournament uh the men will not be receiving a first round by but did pick up a win against smu on a saturday big performances by brandon johnson rj felden and ezra Asar. uh he finally came uh came out of his funk said in the post game that Thank he, goodness like austin powers he found his mojo my mojo he found the mojo 19 points 13 rebounds for ezra brandon johnson at 27 four of six from three yes sir also the pirates hit free throws down the stretch which you had to do to win a, a tight one they went 19 of 23 from the line that's great yeah clip did you get a chance to watch any flag football on national tv yesterday i had a chance to do it but i did not did not i saw all i saw on social media were people complaining about the pro bowl and the grammys i watched half of the pro why are you watching it if it sucks i watched the open of the grammys and then turned it off i just i just i hate to say it it's just not for me anymore like i didn't that's why i don't watch it i don't know any new i didn't think the trevor noah guy was that funny um i didn't really know half the artists well, that's okay. It's, just, it's, it's I, not I mean, for it's, you. Yeah, it's not for me. So instead of complaining about it, you know what I did? Turned it off. Turned it off. What a Absolutely. great idea. Why can't people be like you? What a yeah. great idea. Uh, the Pro Bowl, I did watch. We I, don't live in a world with four channels anymore. Right. There's like 4,000 channels. Yeah, I just wasn't interested in it. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, I thought, you know, look, the, the Pro Bowl had turned into a, a touch football game anyway, basically. So now they've just made it a flag Take football game. Take the pads game. off. And it was more than flag football. They did all these other kind of like. They had a lot of events. I want to say carnival games almost type of deal, atmosphere. But it was different. You know, I mean, I will say this. The stadium was packed in Las Vegas, you know, for once again. I bet you even on some, you know, garbage level flag football game, it probably had great ratings yesterday. I guess for the amount yeah, of people for, watching and complaining about it, yeah, I'm assuming it did have. So and, and they sold a ton of tickets to this thing. So you know the NFL continues to make money even on stuff that you know a lot of people think is silly and stupid. I saw a comment online that said, you know, this is brutal. Every fan should get their money back that went to this event. <laughs> If you're dumb enough to pay for that event, yeah, then that's your fault. You should pay double to yeah. go to that. I mean, and yeah. do people realize, like, if you're tuned in complaining, you're helping the ratings. So people are probably like, oh, man, the, the Pro Bowl did great in ratings. I just yeah, don't but get like, it. a quarter of those people hated it. I don't understand the thought process there. 
Eric's still trying to get the Boom Boom Room yeah. uh, name going for Minji's Coliseum. He said Brandon Johnson had himself a heck of a game at the Boom Boom Room. Boom Boom Boom, now let me say well. There were some good Boom Booms uh, oh. on Saturday. And Chandler was yelling out Wayo every time. I got bit by the bug. I board. got bit by the Boom How Boom Bug. How did it sound, Chandler? Boom Boom Boom, now let me say Wayo. You were way more into God, it than that. Way off. I don't want to <laughs> scream into the mic. I've been told before that I scream into the mic. Oh, that you, is true. And you do scream into this that mic. That is true. You're right. Well done. You were doing it earlier, actually, but I wasn't going to say anything. Earlier when? Like the show, like t- like sixty. I just now started ago. talking. No, like last segment you, when we were talking. I never talked last segment. We, this segment I'm talking about, like sixty seconds ago, <laughs> you were yelling into the mic. I was. Yes. Oh, but you're buddy. doing much better now. And if you get excited, just back off the mic a little bit. That's all you got to do. You can still be excited. Jesus. Just don't eat the mic. Appreciate uh, Troy D coaching up. Yeah, thanks. Uh, A friend of mine texted me. They said, kid with the worst report card gets to sit next to Clip. (laughs) That could be. You are terrible. That could be part of the promotion. (laughs) Uh, Well, I will not be there. But um, You can sit in section 213. Yeah, you can sit in Clip's seat. Yeah, you can sit in the seat I would be in. Yeah. We had fun at the game on Saturday. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Clip Jr. was there. Uh, Chandler was there. Mike Mullis was there, yes. being a grumpy Mully the whole time. With you? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Was that supposed to be funny? He was with you. Yeah. Oh, was he complaining? I wouldn't say complaining. Nah. He was just uh, big shot there. Well, wasn't that big? <laughs> it was just cl- typical Mully. <laughs> He was, but I, I, that's who Molly is. That's that would be if I didn't like that. It would be like watching the right. Grammys and complaining. Yeah, I like hanging out with Molly. Say, Clip Junior was there. Yes. Who's that? My dad. Oh, I forgot. I'm the third. Yeah, I <laughs> see. Yeah, I get, I'm a fist bump guy. Hey Troy, this is Clip. I refuse. This is Clip the third. Yeah, Clip. This is Troy. I, I always thought I get you guys confused. Me and my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. He's a little bit older than me. Yeah uh jansen says let's take a moment to recognize the panthers best decision of the offseason to not hire scotty mo <clears throat> i got an unpopular opinion because of course every time coach mo is in the news uh pirate radio article posted, people, and people lose their mind i think this is just me you're free to do what you want free country america uh, i'm i'm done with the the mo stuff let him live. No, are you saying let it go? No mo, no mo, no mo mo, no mo mo, no mo mo. I realize what happened during I, his tenure here, but he he was brought here. He did not like beg to come here. He was hired to be the coach here. He got paid a lot of money here to lose a lot of games. But like, how is he getting hired? I see that question a lot. How are all these guys getting hired? Let me look at this um, this tweet from over the weekend. I, I'm done uh, trashing Mo. Let the man live. Let him do his job. Let hear him. ye, I, hear ye. I totally agree. special announcement. Um, I saw Brian Schottenheimer got uh, hired as the Cowboys offensive coordinator. And Roger Sherman says, it's once again time for me to tweet the Brian Schottenheimer career summary. And it's just, I don't want to read the whole thing. His offenses have been terrible since 2001, and he's still getting jobs. That's how this business is. It's just old, recycled guys getting new jobs. All right. I meant to tweet this earlier to get you guys, especially Chainer's reaction to this. This was on some Chicago Bears uh, sites earlier today, and it was uh, Panthers get 
the number one pick, Chandler, from the Bears. In return, they give up. They the Bears get number nine overall from the Panthers, number thirty nine overall, number sixty one overall, and the first round pick of the Panthers next year. Would you do the trade? That was the the talk of Chicago today. Um, would would you do that if you were the GM? the Panthers, would you want that to happen? I just – I don't think I'm as desperate for a quarterback as a lot of Panther fans are. I feel like if you were to ask that to majority of Panther fans, over 50% He's would say He's asking you. Yes. I'm asking you. I, no, not, okay. I wouldn't The Bear it. fans are saying don't take this deal anyway because there's probably better deals to be had. Wow. If so that's, that's the case, the Bears are going to get a King's ransom. That's way too much. Who's number one? Who would the pick be anyway? It would be one of these quarterbacks. It would probably be Stroud or i mean who else and you're giving Young, up like nine, tons of good picks 61. yeah yeah now somebody is gonna move up and trade i the, think the, Bear, the bears are not going after a quarterback correct i think the bears are gonna put this in play and i think it's just gonna end up where the best who's giving them the best offer wouldn't you rather have the picks than number one pick like you yes but yeah. I, I but it, could they get better picks than even that right is what i'm saying yeah. could they talk to some teams that, that have more to offer than even this or the picks higher I, up you know i know you said you were done with mo but i wanted to do what we did the other day when we because look there's two things that we can post at pirate radio and it gets reactions it gets comments yeah you post that Gardner Minshew is a former pirate, <laughs> and you post anything about Scotty Montgomery. People lose their minds. So we, we, people lose their minds. People lost their mind today when we posted about Scotty Montgomery. They lost the lost it the other day when we said something about Gardner Minshew going to the Super Bowl. Former pirate, and <laughs> technically he graduated from here. But we read those comments. Can we read just a few comments? One of from our this? own. Both they're both our own, aren't they? Mo, former head coach. One of our guys. Once a pirate, always a pirate. You're going to get a big react. I know what you're doing. You're doing a good job. What do you want to read comments? Just a few because we got to take a break here soon. But like Josh Thomas said, this is a good one. Josh says Motown in Motown. Now that is true. That's a good comment. That's uh, uh, Jason says comment. seriously. How does this guy keep getting jobs? How about Kenny Curlings? Shout out to Kenny Curlings. Said. Hope nothing uh, but the best for Coach Mo and his family in Detroit. Pirate fans, we should give him a break. He didn't work out for us, and we are in good hands now. Jeff Comfer was the AD and did the damage uh, to ECU with his pee-poor decision. That, that, Kenny, Curlings, agree, well, Kenny. Kenny Curlings That's did cool. declare this Motown. He did. Yeah. And we all make mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve says, hope he isn't in charge of practices. Uh, Susan says, good luck to him. Woo! Dodge that bullet. Susan, the Panther fan that she is. Um, there's some. I wish him the best of luck. Even though ECU wasn't the best fit for him, it doesn't mean he is isn't a good position coach in the NFL. That's Adam. So that's Co- what Cody says they will suck again. John says sucks for the Lions. So I, look, we're seeing more good than I thought. So way to go, Pirate fans. Jay Jay did say Detroit Lion Nation, you are <laughs> the, the real deal. deal. Time heals all wounds. Yeah, it's time to move on. You don't have to move on from the Comfer suck fest, but I think from Scotty Montgomery. <laughs> so, like, so that can stay? I think so. Okay, I was just clarifying. I want to make sure I get the rules right here. He's the one that hired Scotty Montgomery right. and I brought agree. him in. Yeah. There were some board of trustee members at the time pushing that too. Uh, Atticus says, did Minshew actually graduate from ECU? I like to claim Minshew. This will be a great addition to my argument. Can you confirm that for us, Chandler? You're the one that said that. Did Minshew do enough to get in the ECU Hall of Fame here? 
<laughs> what is that a serious question <laughs> see do i get a giggle it's not a serious question <laughs> yeah. let's take a break lane hoover will join us Hoover coming up hour number two of pirate radio live we'll talk some baseball and get to know lane hoover big braves fan so he's okay in my book we'll uh, discuss it all when we return pirate radio live back on a delcor players lounge monday after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about the current real estate market? Or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have a real estate question, Scott has the answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, hour two of the program. Josh Moylan coming up hour three. We'll talk to Brian Bailey later on this hour. Also, touchdown, Tony Collins going to give us his super bowl 57 prediction you can hear super bowl 57 right here on pirate radio eagles and chiefs going at it this sunday all right welcome back into the show clip rock troy d here with pirate outfielder lane hoover joining us in the pirate radio studios lane good to see you how you doing man hey i'm doing great good to have you on great to be here ready to go you've been uh you've been around a long time (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, i'm losing track of years i'm here so but fifth, fifth year last go around you're definitely a fan favorite uh fans love love seeing you and, and love your competitive and competitiveness <laughs> and uh you know we were talking before you've had to overcome a lot in your career here and i think a, a big part of that was that year 2021 where you took the knee to the ch- chin i believe yeah, knee, uh, jaw yeah. Yeah. and you had you you literally had your jaw wired shut for a big part of this like there was a time where i maybe there was a question whether you were gonna be able to come back or not right 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 yeah um (laughs) to be honest i don't really i've said this before but i don't really remember much of it because you know i had a concussion after it but um yeah it it was tough but you know i got through it um yeah i had my mouth wired shut for two weeks um my literally my upper jaw was loose like literally moving around so um for folks that for weren't here forgot what was it um norby yeah ran into you Just yeah a freak accident yeah going for a shallow uh pop fly in between you know i was playing right and he was playing second mm-hmm. and i heard we said you know i got it i got it at the same time i guess we didn't hear each other and um he kind of dove backwards and i dove forward and his uh knee went right into my uh mm. jaw but here i am today and <laughs> <laughs> you hey, we were talking about off the air that's not your only injury here right yeah yeah my freshman year um i, I broke my uh, collarbone going for a uh, a shallow pot fly too um i actually called it and i tried to catch myself couldn't catch myself and i actually landed in the dirt and uh behind right behind first base and i rolled over and my collarbone collarbone went boom right out mm. so, uh, by the way for people listening he's a baseball player not a football player right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah i think that shows the kind of player you are though the grit and why people love you i guess yeah, i got i got metal everywhere so a little <laughs> trouble going through the airport 
Lane Hoover joining us. Uh, Hoove, how's the offseason gone for you? What did you uh, focus on uh, this offseason? Yeah, um, I stayed, I, I actually stayed here this summer and, uh, you know, really worked with the uh, younger guys who came in. Um, my main focus was uh, continue to develop my leadership here and um, to be to get stronger was a main focus for me and um, get my arms stronger as well and um, obviously uh, stay fast. So um, there was my, you know, bunch of uh, things I worked over on during the summer. How many uh, career dingers here at East uh, One. Just one. one. Okay. It was in, uh, in Charlotte. I remember it real, real well because it's my only one. So. <laughs> <laughs> going to add to that total this year? We'll see. I hope so. You're so, yeah. and, and this is all compliments, but like you're, you're a pest. I mean, I know like opposing teams look at the, the stats to line up and see you and are like, uh, how do we get this guy out? <laughs> uh, because you're always on base. Uh, you're always getting hits, drawing walks. But then once you get on base, the the speed and, and what you can do um, on the base pass, like just putting pressure on the opposing team. And somebody had asked, I think Bubba had asked uh, us to ask you about the small ball, applying pressure, and you know how that's winning baseball. And you have perfected that over the years. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, in college baseball, it's actually a really good and a good tool to have. Um, you know, with you got running on third, I mean, you obviously you can hit him in, but if you can bunt real well, I mean, that's an easy RBI right there. You know, that's a, another RBI to um, helping your team win. So, um, you know, bunting's a thing I work on every single day. So, um, it'd be it'd be stupid me not to use it. So, um, we actually. I, I, I think all of our hitters really work on it every single day um, that we're out there on the field. Lane Hoover joined us inside the Delcor Players Lounge exclusively on uh, PRL. And uh, Lane, you know, you guys got within one game uh, of going to the College World Series, mm-hmm. a, a glass ceiling that's been for this program, but getting ready, it, you just feel like at some point it's going to shatter and it's going to break. It, what is the missing piece, do you think? Because it's, so clo- it's been so close, and you've been a part of these teams that have gotten so close and could almost taste it, but it just hasn't happened yet. What do you think the, that missing component is that maybe could, could it be this year You know that, that it happens? What, you've been a part of this. Is there anything that just hadn't happened right that has caused it not to happen? Right. I mean, I think we just continue to do what we, we, we've been doing, um, you know, during certain games you know like the super regional we made a few mistakes and you know we really didn't really pay attention to the small details so i think just focusing on the small details um this year is um really gonna gonna help us and you know that's a goal of of ours to um focus on those uh small details because they they end up mattering in a big way speaking of focusing is it difficult lane i mean you play in front of big crowds pretty much the entire season but regional super regional all those people there pressure is it more difficult to focus uh or you can you handle it all right you know over my years i'd say you know freshman year probably not as much but now (laughs) since i've uh, i've been uh been here um not really you know we enjoy the fans um they're awesome so um i enjoy them out there in in the jungle we i have full-on conversations with them sometimes during the game you know and throw balls out there so um no it's awesome i enjoy it and uh what an atmosphere it was and what uh, an atmosphere it'll be this year some great home games a great keith leclerc classic coming up you got north carolina in town for yeah. a couple 
and uh, you'll open up with George Washington. I asked the guys last week, do you kind of look down the schedule and see what you got? A, a lot of the guys are so day-to-day, they try not to focus on it, but you've been around here a while now, so uh, have you taken a look at the whole schedule, or you know, are you focused on uh, tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this would be a boring answer. I really, I honestly... <laughs> when is it february 16th 17th <laughs> yeah right okay yeah, I, so yeah i really you know I what really, you got to do this week and that's about yeah, it that's exactly right yeah yeah <laughs> and that's uh, i guess that's the can't winning mindset to, can't get to the season opener until you get through this week exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> on that note what uh what are these final practices do you have any more scrimmages uh before the opener next weekend yeah one more uh scrimmage weekend coming up this weekend and then we'll practice you know a couple of times this week and then scrimmage friday saturday and sunday what is a a day-to-day practice like for you guys i've heard people talk about how just regimented it is how competitive it is so what uh what do you accomplish in that short amount of time at an ecu baseball practice (laughs) we we can get through a lot of stuff in a matter of you know a few hours um just working on um you know basic stuff really you know to get ready for the season um Obviously, we, we take BP. Um, the pitchers do their own thing, you know, um, infield. We work a lot on, you know, um, ground balls, pop flies. Um, situation. Situation stuff, stuff yeah, yeah, situation stuff. Like, you can't really, you know, in practice, you can't really pre- predict, like, what's going to happen in the game. So, But we, we can do our best to um, put, you know, those situations, you know, in practice and uh, implement those all right uh and they, i was going to say not just practice but the preseason you guys train condition wise almost like a football team what cliff has you guys do just for folks that don't know when you're in the off season what that training's like yeah i mean we got 300s mission week um you know we go through some challenges and you know in the end it's it's really it's really good for us for folks that don't know what Mission Week is, that's a nice way of saying Hell Week. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They've remarketed that as Mission Week. <laughs> yeah, put a nice name yeah. on it. <laughs> the mission is to get through it. I yeah, think is right. the goal. Yeah. How has that got easier over time for you? Like, has everything gotten easier for you? Over well, time? you kind of got you kind of got a sense of what it's going to be like, but there are new um, new challenges. During, okay. You know, during Mission Week that you actually don't know of. Um, my best i'm not a good swimmer well uh, i i can dive off the uh um diving board really good but i can't swim i, I tell you that um, um but yeah yeah you never know really what's what's coming the luckily lake, jacob jenkins coward can he can get you out if right you need, uh, that's exactly right he can save you the yeah. lake deal didn't look very good because because it looked like it would be cold to me where one year they had you go into that lake. Yeah, yeah 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 it was over at the uh what north campus crossing over uh, yeah yeah in, uh, I remember intramural that. fields out there yeah and it's about mm. four thirty in the morning yeah that did not look like fun <laughs> yeah. as you were talking a moment ago we got a question in from julia hoover it says how good does lane swim during mission week i think we got that answer oh but, boy uh, yeah well, i think she knows the answer to that <clears throat> not your strength yeah yeah, yeah all right fair enough <laughs> No, um, maybe Julia should have worked on that with you. <laughs> Younger. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Let's not point fingers, Miss Hoover. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've got a lot of questions coming in. If you have a question for Lane, you can uh, drop one in. Josh says, is Lane ever going to leave Greenville, or is he going to buy some land here? I'm going to be here as long as I uh, want to, I guess. Well, you know who just came back? Yeah. Uh, Burley yep. is, is now living in Greenville full-time when he's not playing for the Cardinals. Yep. Right. I actually, I actually, uh, me, Spivey, and uh, AMAC helped him uh, move in. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's now a uh, Greenvillian. Yeah. That's great that he's got some buddies he can call to help him move in. Yeah. Exactly. From he's got his interns over team. here. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> hey, guys, I need your help. Yeah. Remember that year, the COVID year, I didn't get to haze you guys? Can you come <laughs> and help me move? That'd be great. Yeah. yeah, we lost a year. He's making up for lost. Yeah. That's a smart man. Smart man. How cool is it to see Burley? We mentioned Norby, who we had, uh, we put up a. Uh, post from mlb.com it had norby as the uh, sixth ranked uh second baseman mm-hmm. in minor league baseball wow. he's moving up gavin's moving up how cool is that to see lane uh, your old teammates yeah i mean it's crazy to think because you know i literally played with them a couple years ago and how fast they moved up you know through the through the ranks is um pretty remarkable in my opinion um you, i mean i've seen guys you know in you know uh what do you call it minor leagues you could be there for 10 years yeah. but, you know they're sure. um they're they're moving up pretty fast and it's really good to see and their hard work has really paid off for them all right let's get some uh some questions in all right this is a good one from hannah so mason her seven-year-old wanted to know who would win in a race between yourself jacob jenkins coward and josh moylan we got jacob's answer what's your answer oh, to man, that and i'll tell you what well moylan he has no shot <laughs> i was just gonna say that um but you know jc has them long strides i actually got this question on a media day media day but um jc has them long strides but i feel like i i, I can get him these these old 22 year old legs and getting <laughs> you know um i think i can get him about half a step so all right what, what was his what was his answer he said you would get out of the gates fast mm-hmm. and his long strides would catch you in the end we oh, didn't really say how long it, the race was but he said he would get you at the yeah, end yeah i see i see yeah i'd beat him in a 90 all right what about your offer walk-up music this year any change uh well um i've always been a a country type of a guy so um it's uh don't come looking by jackson dean so uh, all right we'll see it, it, it may change too so we'll see about that what is the uh change process like because i do not recognize that some of you guys change during the season you just got to notify like would they ever get mad and say no lane you can't yeah, change uh, no i mean maybe if you do it about five or six times <laughs> but you know once or changed it once or twice you know ain't, ain't really a big deal so all right uh let's see erwin says do you prefer peanuts or sunflower seeds oh man i love seeds i like barbecue ranch salt and vinegar do you eat seeds off the field or on the field only um it's more so on the field yeah yeah i don't really do it much off the field all right al glover uh says ask big hoove how many times the marlins will beat the braves this season (laughs) he's funny uh it's uh zero you know braves on the marlins okay i may give him one you know the offense might not get going for the braves but you know it's gonna be either one or zero now we learned uh jjc is a big dale murphy guy yeah is are you or do you like the more modern guys i i like chipper jones he was my guy and um a little bit not really before my time but andrew jones you know the way what he what he done in the outfield was uh pretty cool to see how about letting one braves pitcher um he can pitch one game for ecu in a super who would you take to pitch that game mm. i know the answer to this do you yeah you talking about current no just no, all like, time all time like when they were in their prime like your favorite yeah. the guy you like I, i'll let you go first Lane. I, mean, I like i thought john smoltz was that, good. that's a no-brainer yeah. right there yeah. smoltz that's who i'd take okay i mean tom glavin Greg uh, maddox I, you're gonna I, I would say, say no-brainer i think smoltz is the go-to guy 
What do you know about I'm Braves Brave. baseball, Troy? <laughs> I, I'm a secret Braves fan. Don't a no-brainer with John Smoltz? Okay. I, I, would th- I think Maddox and Glavin have a pretty damn good argument, but okay. You don't, think, you don't think Smoltz could come down and shut down some Tar Heels? I do. I think Maddox could uh, give us a two-hour baseball game, and I'd be in favor of that, too. Sure. He'd be getting them out quick. Um, Blake says, uh, can you give us an offensive breakthrough performer this year that fans might not know about? Maybe a newcomer, maybe a guy that didn't get a lot of ABs last year. Anybody mm-hmm. come to mind? I'm going to go with two newcomers, um, Dixon Williams and uh, Cameron Burgess. I mean, he hit one dollar a day off the uh, batter's eye. Okay. Dead center. So, um, <laughs> yeah, two powerful guys right there. Dixon Williams, another guy that took, we talked to about uh, Jacob taking one to the face as far as a yeah a base uh well he said he misstepped in the outfield there was a divot, divot. or something yeah he should have um the... uh what's call it? <laughs> dixon had a situation at the plate i think this was at the plate yeah he uh fouled a ball off right off the plate and he came back hitting right now man so, um, a big shiner yeah last time i saw him yeah get his stuff out of the way before the season <laughs> i know right yeah, yeah um let's see charlie says who's the best on the team at a sport other than baseball Mm, I think Cam Clanch was a quarterback in high school. Okay. So I'll, I'll go with Cam Clanch. Uh, with the guy with your stature, Lane, did you play any hoops in high school? I played basketball all four years. Oh, I yeah. was a, you know, I was the assist guy and, you know, okay. guard one of the, you know, good good uh, offensive players for other teams. So I, like I was that. that type of guy. Good stuff. Uh, good question from Pirate Treasure. And Jacob Jenkins Coward said he had to do some adjusting at the plate. How about for you? If they do keep a closer eye and enforce this pitch clock, mm-hmm. will that affect you at all at the plate? No, I do have a routine. You know, I like to breathe before every single pitch. But um, no, I don't think it really affect me. I think my routine's a, a pretty pretty quick routine. All right. Uh, any uh, your favorite jersey combo to rock? I know a lot of guys like black, um, but I'm gonna go black jersey, white pants. Okay. Yeah, black jersey, uh, and then pull out the camo hats. I don't know. I, I don't. I like the camo hats with black. Some people don't like. I don't know. They're not sure about it. But I like the I like meaning it. of it. It means you're going for a sweep. Exactly. So that's always that's good. exactly right. Uh, how about the best road environment you've been to? You've been around longer than JC. Maybe you got a more to choose from. Oh man. Well, freshman year we went to um, Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Yeah. They they were pretty pretty uh, rowdy, rowdy mm-hmm. people up there. So. Um, I think that that'd have to be it. That was back to back days, right? Yeah. yeah and one of them was a was it a no hitter, a one hitter, or a complete game? What? Yeah, Cooch Manier was Cooch. at Ole Miss. He had thrown I'm not sure. I think he was one out away and they ended up getting a hit or something. Yeah. But then uh, the next weekend he did, I believe, through the perfect game. Atticus says, Ask Lane Hoover when he's finally gonna make this his walk up song and he's got BMF by Rick Ross. <laughs> I guess that's not that's, gonna happen. Uh, uh, that was actually my brother's walk up when uh, he played uh, uh, college ball. I believe is it's like they call me Big Meech, Larry Hoover, something like that. <laughs> okay, all so right. uh, I thought about it, but um, I think I'm gonna stick to country. All right, he's a, he's a country boy. All right, uh, thank you for those questions, folks. Uh, Lane Hoover. I think I had one more for. Uh, all right, that was for Josh uh, playing. So you didn't play any summer ball this year. You were uh which now you're part of the um you're a player slash coach it sounds like yeah yeah i reckon so i reckon you can say that um i've actually haven't played summer ball since i've been here because you know the, some of the years i'd get hurt so yeah. i just need to you know t- 
take the summer off and stay here and you know get stronger through that the whole body feels good though heading it, into this year it feels great um probably i would say some of the best it's ever felt since i've been here so ready to go awesome lane hoover joining us uh we keep talking about the the chemistry camaraderie uh energy this preseason sounds like those are some big focus words for you guys heading into 2023 yeah we got a um energetic uh group here um but um a lot of us are you know good leaders for this team so you know i'd say energy and leadership is a a big a big key for this group this year how fired up are you the sense of urgency knowing this is your last go around this you know this is the last hurrah so to speak yeah make the best i I, you know i just gotta make the best of it you know i'm i don't want to you know regret and leave nothing behind so you know I'm, i'm ready to get going jansen really comes with the thanking man's questions here Hoove, if you could live in any decade at your current age which one would it be it's deep yeah it is deep any decade yeah see i was born in 2000 so um i don't know i mean what's a decade 10 years <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so uh, it's okay to say the 80s yeah um, i'm a 90s guy yeah 90s i'd go back and live the 90s again yeah i like 2000 2010s all right yeah that's cool that, if, that you, if you were an animal what type of animal would you be oh man probably a jaguar i like i like to be fast you know mm-hmm. pretty much catch anything you want yeah it know. would suck if you were born a snail yeah and yeah. you're like man i could be so fast but my body won't let me yeah or if you're an ant yeah you don't know when you're gonna get stepped on yeah and you just i mean that'd be scary but relatively i think they're pretty quick (laughs) what would you be clip if i was an animal what animal would i be probably an elephant (laughs) jeez (laughs) (laughs) tough tough crowd wow it's like rodney dangerfield well i do like peanuts i got a big trunk Uh, (laughs) i like the water i'll kind of go how about a hippo yeah they're pretty strong I, they're fierce. very strong they'll be good hang out of the water like clip. i think people be scared clip the hippo yeah yeah clippo clippo <laughs> i think i think they clip-o. are scary yeah they're pretty scary It'd be intimidating yeah, yeah. clippo the hippo that's awesome sign me up love it all right uh you watching anything uh lane movies tv shows any recommendations um my girlfriend and i we like to watch friday night lights on yeah. netflix good show it's, it's always uh been good i've always i like yellowstone i'm looking forward to outer banks coming out me too soon you know troy d and i'll be on that i'm a secret outer banks fan (laughs) yeah watch the office a lot that's a great show yeah that's the show even if you've seen like there's so many of them i don't think i've seen all of them yeah i'm like oh man i've never seen this episode there's all that is still funny it is kind of like seinfeld seinfeld's still funny if you come across a seinfeld episode the office is just really well it's still relevant yeah it is it's a great show uh who would play you in the movie so ecu's going to omaha and years later they're going to make a movie about it who do you, craig wants to know who do you want to play the role of lane hoover in that movie what actor oh man oh man what's the uh what's the i can't remember the name of that football movie the guy from uh, notre dame rudy rudy yeah <laughs> you want that guy yeah, to be that, you yeah okay right. sean astin yeah because that's the guy that played rudy yeah yeah I think, okay yeah i mean we I, we got similar features so huh. you know right. i was gonna say um to i gotta find his name i was gonna ricky schroeder 
he doesn't know who that is. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Google it up later. I will. I will. Oh, I was gonna say Peter Dinklage. <laughs> I can roast About people to... too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the little guy from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Brandy Manning. <laughs> you like that, Chandler? Chandler likes it. You like that, Chandler? I like that too. All that's right, thank you, yeah. Brandy Manning, a guy that's left a lasting impact from what we hear yes. on a lot of places. Uh, says put it on a shirt. Clippo the hippo. Yeah, let's get our graphics team yeah. on board with that kind of i can hear our guys making it right now actually yeah clipo the hippo kind of morph my face yeah, into a yeah, hippo's yeah. face totally envision it this is how things get going like, yeah just yeah. like that i like it lane thanks for joining us man yeah good no stuff bro yeah are you uh laughing at mets fans celebrating this offseason they want another offseason like that matters i know like, who cares they can get everyone they want you know but doesn't matter in the end we all know who's uh coming out on top that's right the brace and maybe one day we'll talk hornets with you but the today yeah. will not be that yeah probably not the best about. day for that yeah, yeah. brutal yeah. <laughs> lane uh looking forward to talking to you all year man thanks yeah. for joining us yeah good luck yeah i appreciate it lane hoover east carolina outfielder you can find him at the uh, top of the lineup coming up uh next friday when the pirates begin their season against george washington we'll take a time out come back more to go pirate radio live we'll talk to brian bailey when we return after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovation and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pi Radio Live. Clip o the hippo here on this microphone. Brian Bailey going to join us in just a moment. Coming up hour three, we got Josh Moylan. And touchdown, Tony Collins, Super Bowl 57. I'm riding with the Chiefs. I feel like if I did not have this uh, hatred towards Philly that I would probably pick them to win. I feel like they're going to win, but it should be a great game. And uh, I will be pulling for Andy Reid's new team rather than his former team coming up on Sunday. You can hear the action right here on Pirate Radio Eagles and Chiefs. Uh, We do not have Brian Bailey at the moment so what do you guys want to talk about let's talk about something what's up chandler hey clip how are you good thank you for asking uh, uh by the way i have I, something i want to talk about but go ahead i just want to say thank you for uh helping me out today uh if you were listening during the break a while ago you heard an awesome wings over spot that you helped me out with you came up with a great idea got to give credit where credit's due and thank man you, that was you. a great idea we executed it and by the way if you're looking to get something uh for super bowl sunday pre-order today at wingsover.com so uh get your wings uh and get them now yeah. order them now like no joke like you cannot and i am a big procrastinator when it came to school when it came to it comes to a lot of things wait till the last minute 
but you can't do that in this, this is serious like if you think you're gonna get good food if you think you're gonna get wings over greenville ordering uh last minute sunday no i mean you might get it but the the game might be over because they are getting tons and tons of orders so what you need to do is go online mm-hmm. wings over wings com, get your order in so you can be the hero on sunday don't wait do it now wingsover.com we do have double b brian bailey so i'll say what i want to say later on bb how you doing today sir what do you want to say i wanted to talk about this uh this panthers defensive coordinator oh so the panthers made a hire i'll go and say it now i guess um a hero avero or a hero avero and beats me i'm a uh sports guy football guy but i saw everybody say this is this is the best hire i am all in keep pounding the panthers made the best hire of the offseason i've never heard of this guy you would think that we just hired like lombardi or something do you know uh a hero a vero a hero uh bailey he's a hero of mine he is Um, we need a hero he's no dan quinn i can tell you that uh cool guy dan quinn with the backwards cap yes sir uh I'll, dan quinn fine coach um we need to talk about brian schottenheimer in a minute though bailey but this guy it might be a great coach i've never heard of him people are freaking out i just want to know how many people jumping on board with this guy have no clue who he is and they're just pretending like they know him. man great hire i had, i had a buddy of mine who actually is a psl owner he's like hey what do you think about this hire this defensive coordinator and I said, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I have no idea who this guy is. Like, I just know that he's like and what did he say? very young. He said, oh, man, I think we hit a home run. And I said, do you? I said, be honest with me now. I said, do you even know? Did you even know who this guy was yeah. before we in that? And he was like, I don't know, but I'm just, I'm seeing there's <laughs> yeah. people. And I'm like, exactly. dude, like, there are people out the there that have no clue who this guy is that are pretending they do, I guess, to fit in or to sound smart. I don't know. Whatever. Um, anyway, Cowboys made a terrible hire. Uh, Brian Schottenheimer bailey have you looked at his records his numbers i i've looked at a little bit i know the schottenheimer name is pretty good i know he was there as an uh well yeah advisor this past week uh, this past year rather i didn't have any problem with it because i think it's all going to be on mccarthy anyway yeah mccarthy's going to be uh and, and that's what you do you you start getting rid of the guys under you i was kind of surprised bailey did dan quinn's name come up in coaching searches head coaching searches yeah, it came up. It came up with the Cardinals. I know it uh, came up with at least one or two more. It came up as one of the candidates, and then you know, quickly thereafter, I guess Jerry gave him some extra money, and he decided uh, to stay. So. Well, because I, I would definitely take him uh, as a head coach right now. The way he's, uh, I mean, the way this Dallas defense has been, but also he, he was, you know, pretty good as a head coach the first time around. So yeah, he was. He, he's he's an excellent coach, and I think. He may be the coach in waiting with the Cowboys. Who knows? Could be. Yeah, he might be ready to uh, step right in if things don't go right in 2023. Uh, Bailey, how about the Super Bowl? I'm trying to look at it objectively, and I feel like if I was not such an Eagles hater, I'd probably pick them to win this game, but I, I'm riding with the Chiefs. Either way, I don't can't go wrong. It's going to be a great game, great matchup. But uh, what do you think? Who Who's going to win Super Bowl 57? Kind of feel the same way. I mean, it's hard to look at it objectively when you have a rival that, that, that's in the game, I think. Um, I'm hoping the Chiefs win just because I've always been a Patrick Mahomes fan. I like watching him play. I like his flair. 
but I'm not a Jalen Hurts hater. I'm more of a yeah. Eagles hater than I am than a Jalen Hurts. I always liked him in college. So, uh, but I think it's going to be a, a fun game to watch, and you know, see what happens. I'm kind of, I guess I'm an Andy Reid fan as well. Like, even when he was in Philly, he's not a very hateable guy. As a, you know, I, I, I like Andy Reid. So, give me the Chiefs. Um, did you see? That there's been a lot of talk about the NFL being scripted because of a comment by Arian Foster that has uh, a lot of people are having fun with now. Did you see the tweet over the weekend that the script uh, had been released? Bailey it had been leaked. The Eagles are going to win 37 to 34. I think I did see. I was going to say, was that the one that said 37 <laughs> 34? Yeah. So there you go. If that does happen, we are going to freak out. So just right. keep that in mind if it's 37 to 34. Uh, Brian Bailey taught ECU baseball on the Brian Bailey show. We'll get back. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. But uh, got to talk hoops, Bailey. Got a men's and women's win on Saturday. That's pretty rare to win on the same day, pretty much at the same time. I was in Menji's and Brandon Johnson, uh, a heroic performance, but also RJ Felton. Ezra Asar said he found his mojo. Winning is fun, Bailey. That was a fun Saturday in Menji's. The Pirates uh, put it together for 40 minutes. And they played really, really well. And looking some of the, at the video today, you know, watching it, Brandon really he took the ball to the hoop, and that's what you know they need him to do. They need Ezra to do that. Um, you know, Coach Schwartz was talking about it afterwards that you know those guys go to the basket and they can get fouled and make the free throws, and it's, it's all part of the the magic that is winning basketball. But again, these guys are so young. The trick is to hold on to them. You know, hold on to them, and you know, get old and stay old. <laughs> And that's what they got to do. They got to figure out a way to, to keep all these guys because they do have they have shown flashes of talent throughout the year. That's the uh, kind of my problem. It's like you want to see it all happen this season or in that particular season because you just don't know what the future is, and you you have to like preface every basketball talk with that. Even Jeff and Michael Perry uh, before signing off the other day heard them saying if they stay together, you know if. Ezra's back next year if Javon's back, you know, and, and it's a, just such a shame because it's so year to year now. And you, you could see if you're looking some light at the end of this tunnel with these guys improving, sticking together, you just, you know, you just don't know if it's going to happen. Well, and it's always been a situation like that before NIL, before the transfer portal at East Carolina. For True. Some reason, you know, the Pirates just couldn't keep the guys. And yeah. now with all the other temptations out there, and it's just not, it's just not right, not fair, but. That's just uh, the world we live in now. Had a, kind of an under-the-radar Duke-North Carolina matchup on Saturday. I did watch it. It's the first time I've watched Duke and North Carolina since they played in the Final Four last year. Uh, but uh, Duke getting the win. Great game back and forth, and Duke had enough at the end. They're really good at home, Bailey, uh, and not good on the road. Uh, they are they have a losing record on the road, undefeated in Cameron, but they're 8-4 and four right now after that victory. Uh, behind NC State at nine and four, saw the Wolfpack are entering the top twenty-five. They got a date with Virginia coming up this week. Yeah, they do on Tuesday night. I had to scratch my head because the way you said that, I haven't seen Duke in North Carolina since they played. But you, what you meant was you haven't seen Duke play or North Carolina. Play. Yeah, neither one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen them play a lot. Uh, you know, every time they play on TV or whatever, try to catch either one of them. But uh, both of them, especially well, Duke has a lot of young players. Carolina's got a lot of experience, so they just haven't put it together like they did last year. And you got to wonder, they got some tough games coming up, too. So that Duke game was kind of a, you know, to see where their season was going to go, and they didn't win. So we'll see how what happens with them this week. But, uh, yeah, Duke Duke and Virginia play Saturday, and Virginia has State on Tuesday. So 
Uh, you look at the top of the conference, Clemson, despite their loss to Miami, which uh, U, the U has uh, Duke coming up, but uh, Clemson still in first at 10-3 and three and sitting right there tied for second, Pittsburgh. So it has been a, uh, a wacky year in college basketball. Same can be said for the ACC. How about, did you see all that stuff about uh, Jason Capel in North Carolina after Jeff Capel in Pittsburgh knocked him off last week, Bailey? Yeah, I saw that. It just kind of makes you shake your head a little bit. It's one of those things that, if, if if whatever happened, the booing or whatever happened, you just kind of you know go about your business. Maybe you tell your buddies that. You know, say, Can you believe they did that? But to go off like he did, uh, it's not a good look for him. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, talking to BB Brian Bailey here on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Bailey, looking forward to some Pirate baseball beginning next Friday. You had a great uh, chat with Jeff Palumbo earlier today on the Brian Bailey Show. Uh, what did you get from that uh, chat with Coach? What I really got, you know, I took away from that, just how much depth this team has. Because, yeah, you know, I was telling Coach, I was kind of jotting down names I remember from last year, names that I'd heard so far this preseason, and, and he kind of filled in the gaps during the interview. But uh, they just sound like that they are really, really deep. And, of course, an injury or two will cut down that depth. But it sounds like that they've got, you know, and as he said, sometimes it's easier when you have eight, ten players you're going to play all the time. Uh, but – you really you like having 15 that you're going to try to get in there because everybody has their role. And, uh, I mean, I'm really excited to, to see them play. They've got some some really really good talent on that team, and I think it's it's, it's deep talent. There's a lot of lot of good. You, you're going to see you're going to have players late in the season that do things that to help the team win that you haven't heard of yet because that's just how deep they are. Brian Bailey joining us. If you missed the Brian Bailey show, make sure you check it out. Six o'clock. You can watch it now on YouTube. You can download it as well in podcast form. Jeff Palumbo, uh, part of a trio of ECU previews. Bailey got Austin Knight pitching coach coming up next Monday and then Cliff Godwin the following Monday. So a lot of pirate baseball talk on tap as we get ready for this season. Yeah, hoping the weather will hold out for that opening weekend because as we all know, it's supposed to be nice this week. But we all know when baseball season gets here, the, the winter has a has a, a stronghold on baseball for a while. We've had some cold games at uh, Clark McClare. BB, enjoyed the chat. Have a good one, man. We'll uh, talk to you again soon. Sounds good. Take care now. All right. Uh, sports Director at WNCT uh, Channel 9, Brian Bailey, joining us on Pirate Radio Live. Let's take a break. We'll come back. One more segment to go here in Hour 2. Uh, Tyler wants to talk baked potatoes. We'll talk about that when we return. And uh, if we do have some free time, I did some quick research on this new defensive coordinator for the Panthers, and I can uh, tell you maybe a reason why people are hyped about him. All right. Uh, Chandler did the research. We'll uh, discuss that as well. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month or you can make a one-time donation. And GUC matches all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you. 
Pirate Radio Live on a Delcor Players Lounge Monday. Josh Moylan going to join us coming up in about 15 minutes. Touchdown Tony Collins, ECU Hall of Famer, joining us hour three as well as we will talk Super Bowl 57. Um, Tyler wanted to talk baked potatoes. So earlier today I did tweet that uh, I brought in cheese, butter, sour cream, bacon bits green onions and chili and uh i tweeted it out i had a make your own loaded potato bar in the pirate radio kitchen yeah but the rub was you only brought one potato it's it's bring your own potato bring your own potato but here's the problem that you should bring up is that he told us when he got here he should have told us last night this is or the, yesterday. This, this is a great example of society. You do something cool, do something nice, and all you get is complaints. How are we supposed to know it was a bring-your-own-potato party today? You just kind of sense it or something. Or just go get a potato during lunch and bring it back. Do you know how long it takes to cook a potato? In the microwave? It took me six minutes. Oh. I've never microwaved a potato. Six I refuse minutes. to do that. It has to be in the oven. Six where, minutes. Where did you put the potato in? Did you wrap it up or something? I put it on a paper towel. What's wrong with you people? Rookie. (laughs) I tell you what, though. Rookie. Okay. I came in here with my potato and loaded it up. Chandler, you caught a glimpse of it. No, I was just about to say, I need to pump my own brakes because that baked potato looked awesome. He had it doctored up with all the fixings. All of them. I mean, oh. I was so jealous of his potato. I was back there cutting up uh, green onions to put in my potato. And he mixed it all up right in front of my eyes. Mm. I was like, Jesus. That was good stuff. It looked great. How do y'all feel about a loaded potato? I love a loaded potato. It is a... um, Especially in the... I don't know if it's underrated, but maybe underappreciated, undervalued. I I think it's, it's very underrated in terms of like a winter meal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people would like, in the winter, they prefer soups, chili, things like that. But I think a loaded baked potato also kind of falls into that category. What about a loaded baked potato soup? Oh, so good. It is good. But leave out the skins. Uh, Ooh, I like the skins. See, I I do. I like the skins. Isn't there some kind of wives tale about what skins do? They, like, make you... uh, Uh, Sure there is. There's uh, something about there's some sort of nutritional value to it. Yeah, I don't know. I eat it. I mean, some people prefer not to eat. Like when they're eating a baked potato, they just scoop everything out and eat what's left, you know, and leave the skin. But I uh, eat everything. I like the skin. Yeah. Uh, Julia says good in the air fryer too. Olive oil, sea salt, and air fry. Yum. I think that that would make it uh, the skin crispier. Perhaps I've never tried that. Now I have tried a recipe where I took tater tots. And wrapped them in bacon and stuck them in the air fryer. Mm. Very delicious. I'm a fan of tots. I'm a fan of bacon. What are you shaking your head at, Chandler? I wasn't shaking my head. Because it doesn't fit into his keto diet. You on a diet, boss? No, no I was. I, was. I, did, just, I, did the I like jerking his chain about what that. What is keto? No carbs or low carbs. Hmm. So just a lot I of proteins? Go, I used to, yeah, big proteins. I used to go under 50 grams of carbs a day i've gone to where now i eat uh i eat a, a lot of burgers at home but i don't 
have a bun or anything. I lost about 60. 60? Like 60 pounds. Dang. Somewhere around there, yeah. That was during COVID. So you I had to nothing. be a fat boy? Oh, I did. I could pull up some videos of me in college. Yeah. I mean, I, I, right? Like, I'm still not, but like, I am. But like, I, I look. You're a real fat boy. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm just a fat boy. <laughs> but no. Um, yeah. I, but I walked because I had nothing else to do. It was during COVID. I was laid off from, from my job, which I had a great job. Um, it was a dishwasher at Hooters. But uh, got laid off from that. Had nothing to do so i started walking and did the keto thing the keto was like popular at that time so i was like screw it i'll do it yeah and there's been a lot of popular diets that i've never taken a part of on my years here on earth where it's like no all protein no protein all vegetable no vegetable intermittent fasting Just, is one um, of them that's like of all the rage now yeah this isn't about potato skins but if you have a wart you can take a potato and slice it and take the white part of the, of a raw potato and rub the wart, and it will go away. Well, that's why I didn't share my potato before I ate it. I rubbed it on all my warts. Oh, and okay. I well, figured good, good for you. I figured y'all didn't want to <laughs> try. No, it. no, good for you. Also, if you have a light bulb that is broken, it, but it's still in the socket, you can also take a potato and stick it onto the broken piece of glass and be able to turn it without cutting yourself. That is like some uh, Bob. Google that up, that's bud. That's some Bob Vila, this old house stuff that is, right there, buddy. Yeah. That's good stuff. Also, if you don't like somebody, you could take a potato, throw it at them, hit them in the face. Hit them in the face. You could do a lot of things with a potato. I mean, yeah. Bake it, load it, fry it, soup it. <laughs> I mean, you just named three right there, right at the top of your dome. I mean, and there's countless. They have more. a bowl, for, like they have an Idaho potato bowl in college football. There's a Mr. and Mrs mm-hmm head mm-hmm all right Chandler, you were going to tell me about this uh panthers defensive coordinator glad you asked uh 42 years old is evero and last year he did not get retained by sean payton so apparently sean payton's going full on sean payton staff and they let him out of his contract that way he can pursue other jobs now evero was actually a candidate for the panthers job got an interview to be the head coach was also being uh, interviewed, uh, I believe, for the Cardinals. Um, and then, let's see, last year his defense ranked uh, seventh in total defense. Uh, the, I believe, passing defense was 14th. Or, And uh, I, I, there was actually a stretch there uh, last year where he had the top scoring defense until they lost like 51-14 to 14 to, uh, to, to, I believe, the Cardinals. And then that's when Nathaniel Hackett got fired the next day. But he comes to Carolina with a 3-4 defense. And as long as I've been a Panthers fan, we've always been 4-3. So this, this will be the first time that I'll see a 3-4 defense. And I think that's going to fit Brian Burns and Yeter Gross-Motos and guys like that, Frankie Louvu. Um, but before that, before he was the defensive coordinator for the Broncos, he was the secondaries coach and pass game coordinator on the defensive side of the ball for the Rams, and they went on to be, I believe, top three in passing defense, and they also obviously went and won the Super Bowl. So he's 42 years old, he's young, and he's bringing a new-look defense to the Carolina Panthers. All right, well, whatever whatever he's doing, Panthers fans were excited about it. So, Like, I, I was getting on Panthers fans for being too low on Reich, and now they're too high on this guy, but there is they've met in the middle. Yeah. So I guess uh, they're excited about the offseason again. All right, and is Deuce Staley official? Um, I, I have no idea. Can you reach out to your source and let me know? Sure. All right, thank you. 
All right, let's take a break. When we return, we'll talk Pirate Baseball and get to know Josh Moylan. He'll join us in the Pirate Radio studios as we roll on the Delcor Players Lounge on a Monday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, Hour 3, Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. We'll make you a winner. Open up the booty bag coming up in just a little bit. We'll also talk to Touchdown Tony Collins. Played in the Super Bowl. Didn't quite go his way when he faced the 85 Bears and that machine uh, as a member of the Patriots. But we'll talk about Tony's Super Bowl week memories and also who he's got in Super Bowl 57 coming up. Chiefs and Eagles, you can hear it right here on Pirate Radio. We'll welcome in Josh Moylan, Pirate first baseman to the program. Josh, welcome in. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? Doing good. Who uh, who you got Sunday? Who's going to win Super Bowl 57? Uh, I, you know, I'm... I'm a Ravens fan, but I'm uh, I'm pulling for the Eagles this uh, this Super Bowl coming up. You know, it's it's tough seeing the Chiefs kind of there every year. They're a good team, but uh, I'd like to see the Eagles pull this one out. You got Chiefs fatigue after yeah, their a dominance, a little bit, but they're a good team. I got to respect that. What's uh, is Lamar back at QB next year for you guys? I sure hope so. I mean, we built we built a whole offense around him. I'd like to see him stick around, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, let's get into a little baseball, Josh. We'll uh, we'll talk about what's going on now. But first of all, your off season, and we'll get to some of the. Uh, if you have a question for Josh, you can get it in Facebook, YouTube, or uh, Twitter. But we did have a question regarding uh, you playing in the Cape and uh, your summer. So can you kind of tell us how your offseason went, what you tried to improve on this offseason? Yeah, yeah. This offseason for me was big with the mental side of the game. I worked with a sports psych guy pretty much the whole summer and then continued that into the fall. But that was the biggest thing for me was just to work on that mental side of the game because physically I'm, I'm a great baseball player and I know that. But the mental side of the game is something I – needed to work on knew that after last season so just going out and working on that over the summer but also just enjoying the time i had up there i mean it's not every day you get to fill yourself with around fill around you a bunch of guys that are just really good at what they do i mean everybody up there is up there for a reason so just to enjoy it and, and have fun while i was up there was big for me you spoke on that media day some you had a great line about you know instead of saying you have to go to practice you you want to say i get to go to practice i get to, and people can apply that to their everyday lives that's not just about playing ecu baseball uh but that i think is an awesome mindset to have and is that kind of something you're in right now oh yeah i mean knowing that i get to do these things like i could just be like a regular student i wake up go to school every day and then i study go to bed but i get to go to the field and i get to play baseball the game i love like i get to do it every day with my teammates and that's that's something i didn't really see as much last year i kind of saw it as all right i I have to go to the field today like i have to play today but 
changing my mindset to I get to do this has been huge for me, and it's made me have a lot more fun doing it. That's great to hear. And uh, you're not the first baseball player to ever go through a slump. That is for yeah. sure. Uh, and and to work yourself out. Of the, I guess the frustrating mm-hmm. is, thing is, Josh, like you know you're good. Like it's one thing for me to go out there and be in a slump. It's because <laughs> I, you know, quit playing baseball in ninth grade or whatever. But like you know you can hit. So is that the frustrating part of it? Like I got this somewhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That was the that was kind of the biggest part. Is like I obviously after my freshman year, like I I showed that I can do it at this level at a high level, and then to go out last year and not have the the success i wanted and knew that i could have was tough just like you said it's like you know you have it in there and it's just it's just not playing right now but for me to kind of change my mindset around and understand that that's part of the game has been the biggest thing josh moylan joining us pirate radio studios here on the delcor players lounge josh how about uh these scrimmages these practices leading up to next friday uh how's everything going on the practice field for you personally yeah, I mean, as a, as a whole, it's been awesome. Everybody's flying around. Guys look like they're ready to rock and roll. I mean, I, what's today, the 4th? I think we got, what, 10 days till the season? Or it might even be... Yeah, sure. we got the 6th. The 6th, even yeah, closer. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, personally, I'm I'm fired up. You know, I want to go back out, and I want to have a great season and, and play in front of all our fans. I know I'm fired up, and I can only imagine how fired up they are to be out there supporting us, so I'm excited. How about uh, defensively something Coach Gawin Palumbo put a big emphasis, emphasis on? How do you feel like you've come along defensively, you know, since you first stepped foot here at ECU? Yeah, I mean, my freshman year was tough. Like, I was, I was about – 35 40 pounds heavier than i am now so moving around at first base was a little tough just consistently moving around but now you know i'm I'm in a lot better shape than i was and defensively i'm just going out and i actually put on my glove this year just catch it is on the thumb of my glove because it's that's all i'm thinking just go out there make a play on the ball catch it and do the rest from there but defensively it's been huge working with coach palumbo it's it's gotten a ton better since when i got here as far as you bring up your weight that's a good point you look different than you did when you first got here <laughs> are you at where you want to be as far as a comfortable playing weight right now yeah i feel great i mean i'm moving around better speed wise obviously i'm not gonna you know go around like lane hoover stealing bases left and right but i i like to move a little better than i was but uh yeah my body feels great and uh, i'm ready to rock and roll on that note, uh, Mason Manning, uh, seven-year-old, Hannah's son, Mason, wanted to know who would win in a foot race between you, Jacob, and Lane. And both Jacob and Lane said they would win and said you would be a distant third. Would you like to argue that at all? I, I got to be honest. They're probably not too far off on that one. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'd take JC. Man, that man, he can fly. He's uh, he's special to be that big and flying around like that. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know how far back I'd be, but I definitely <laughs> would be in third place in that race. Was it a uh, little nervous uh, times at practice when he took one off the mustache the other day? I heard about that. Oh, yeah. Well, when that happened, everybody kind of, you know, gave the like, yeah. gasp real quick. But then we saw him get up, and he was walking off the field so we all knew he was all right but yeah it was it was definitely a little bit of a scare and talked about it with uh coach palumbo uh off the air during the brian bailey show he said he was worried about which jacob did say he twisted his ankle the divot but he was worried about that more so than the actual face so yeah uh, i I guess get this stuff out of the way before the season starts (laughs) yeah yeah better to happen now josh moylan joining us inside the uh, pirate radio studios uh so josh as far as uh i don't know your swing your routine how much have you tinkered with that over the years and you know how comfortable are you with uh with what you're doing at the plate right now yeah i mean i think the biggest change for me was more of going to like a higher stance just because I'm, I'm a big guy i want to use the leverage that i have being as tall as i am so that was kind of the biggest thing for me was to 
go to a bit more of a higher stance and just work on really using my backside through my swing. But it's, I mean, it's crazy looking back at videos from my freshman year to now, just how my body's changed as well as my swing. But right now I'm feeling good at the plate and in the cages and all, I'm hitting the machines well, so I'm, I'm feeling ready to go. Josh Moylan joining us. Uh, a lot of lefties in this lineup, Josh, a left-handed heavy lineup. Coach Godwin was asked about it at media day and, and was asked, you know, are you going to have more righties in the lineup this year? He said, actually, there might be more lefties uh, this year. So kind of unique. Uh, boy, a, a murderer's row if you're facing a righty on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday night. Yeah, and I, th- I think the best thing about our lefties is we can hit both both pitching arms lefty righty we can hit them both so it's really not as much of obviously it helps when there's a right hander out there we're you know bashing balls all around but lefties were on them too and putting up runs so it might be a ton of lefties but it's a it's a bunch of good lefties and i'm i'm looking forward to to seeing what we're going to do out there i had a good question on twitter from pirate treasure about the pitch clock and, and coach godwin told me at media day that the umps are apparently going to put an added emphasis on it does that affect your routine at all? What you like to do getting in the box? You think that'll affect you at all? Uh, I'm I'm usually pretty quick as far as getting in and out of the box. I don't like to you know sit there thinking a ton with the you know stepping out, taking breaths, all that. But I'll step out, usually take a deep breath, get right back in. So it, it doesn't really affect me as much. But it is a uh, it is a little scary almost when you know they're gonna call a uh, call a strike on you if you don't get <laughs> back in there. So you kind of you have that in the back of your head. But yeah. It's, it's not as bad as you think. Definitely some emphasis to get in that box. Yeah. Uh, how about the rule with uh, no props, Josh? Is that a, a bummer for you? Or, you know, I, I mean, it's it's tough because, you know, obviously we like to get the fans involved. We're bringing out traffic cones and everything else, and I feel like it kind of brings them into our celebration, which, I mean, this year I'm sure we'll find something to, uh, to get everybody involved. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a little tough seeing that, but – We'll make it work. Uh, as a Braves fan for years, until Freddie uh, went left to uh, to join <laughs> the uh, Dodgers, uh, he would chat up players every game, and it looked like they were just having a blast over there. How about you? Do you uh, communicate at all with the runners? Do, do you talk during a game? What's your policy on that? Yeah, usually, like, first step out of the game, I'll kind of give the catcher, like, a, hey, what's up, man, kind of thing, just, you know, talking to him. It kind of helps me relax as well, like, hey, we're all just playing a game. But <laughs> especially at first base, I like to I like to talk to guys, but whether they talk back or not is kind of hit or miss. But uh, I like to try to chat up everybody. I'm a pretty sociable guy. How about uh, when it, it gets a little negative, and you're right beside the dugout, right? So you can hear that stuff pretty mm-hmm. well. How often are those dugouts talking over there? Uh, it, I mean, it kind of depends on who we're playing. You'll get the teams that they like to kind of, you know, chirp some stuff at me or chirp some stuff at us when we're passing by. But usually everybody's pretty good about that, unless it's, you know, a real heated game kind of late in the season. Then it starts to turn more into the chirping each other. But usually everybody's pretty positive. And Cincinnati, actually, I've gotten to know their little fan section right above first base over there. They're good dudes, but they always uh, they always talk to me. And I try to, I try to give them a hey or – you know, a little hot, like a head wave, something like that, you know, just kind of letting them know, like, I hear you guess. Yeah, I think uh, Agnos was talking about that last year, how he got to know their fans really yeah. well in Cincinnati. That, that's interesting. Uh, we had a question last week about favorite – it was kind of a, a rival question, but, like, favorite team to beat, favorite team to play against. Uh, who You've been around here a few years now. What, what rivalries uh, have developed? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Tulane is probably the biggest one for us because, you know, we – we always have close games with them, and they're they're a bunch of guys. They they're more of a scrappy team, so those kind of games for us is kind of like the wow, like let, let's get fired up for this one. Like it's fun to play these guys. So I'd say Tulane's probably in conference. Tulane's probably the biggest rivalry as far as 
you know like going back and forth kind of games do you have any game day superstitions uh usually i I like to keep my headphones in walking up to the field i like to just kind of be focusing on that but not as much superstitions you know i might uh i have a good game i keep the same pair of batting gloves i might have a bad game i i get rid of those batting Mm -hmm. gloves because they got something up with them but uh yeah nothing crazy um as far as music what are you listening to before games uh i'm a big rap guy just growing up kind of around it that's always always what i've listened to but carter cunningham actually got me into some of this uh it's like more of like latino rap it's all in spanish i don't understand really that much of it but i uh, it's got good it's got a good beat behind it so it kind of gets me uh fired up right before we start playing that was his walk-up song right they yeah. took the pirate nation by storm last year <laughs> um let's see we've got oh uh, jack said josh did lead the team in triples last year some speed somewhere yeah in there. a little uh-huh. bit a little bit right. he said uh oh boy jack says ask josh what was the nice compliment he said to the coastal pitcher after he hit one over to right field uh the, you know it, it's kind of you know emotions are flowing kind of thing but uh honestly i don't remember what i said but i'm uh i'm sure it might not be for everybody what i was saying but right. it, it's, we'll keep uh, that on the field yeah yeah it's it's part of the game you know we give it to each other but it, it's all in uh all in good spirits. i'm sure he said something to you uh yeah, as well I, I don't think it was just me going after him but yeah but who knows wasn't a one-sided conversation <laughs> uh johnny going all rain man here he says super regionals game two bottom of the first from Josh's perspective, should Staley have been called for interference when he danced in front of Amac, causing a wild throw? Hmm. So. Well, um, <laughs> honestly, I, it, that's one of those things where it's kind of an umpire's discretion kind of call. Like if he obviously if he hits him, then that's yeah. a whole other story. But I mean, he's kind of dancing in his way. Who knows? But I mean, whatever whatever their call is, we gotta we gotta agree with that and just kind of move on from it. Did you? How long did it take you, Josh, to? to do that when you're at the plate and there's a ball a couple inches off and they call it a strike like was there a time where you get really frustrated and you had to kind of grow out of it or have you always been pretty mature about it uh yeah that's definitely something i've learned to be more mature about at first it's kind of like oh man like he just got me on that call but now it's you know you understand how umpires are and obviously it's not an easy job they're sitting back there getting 98 thrown at them and they gotta <laughs> hurry up and make a call so i i kind of respect that they're they're back there doing their thing but yeah i mean there's times where in a close game you know late in the game you get that kind of call you're like man that that really stinks but I've, uh, I think I've matured to really not let it affect me that much. Blake wanted to know uh, some offensive, defensive breakthrough performers this year. I, I've asked about the offensive side, and you can touch on that if you want, but how about any guys in the field defensively that maybe uh, didn't get a lot of playing time last year or newcomers to the program? Anybody standing out to you? Yeah, I mean, uh, Riley Johnson's a big one. He was obviously a little dinged up last year, had a surgery and all, but that's, uh, you know, that's that's part of it. But he's just a grinder. He'll go out there and he catches everything out in the outfield. So that's a, that's a guy that I'm really looking forward to watching play this year and just go out and keep making plays. And then Luke Nowak, who's a sophomore this year, he uh he didn't really play much last year but he's a guy that can change the game at the top of the order offensively and defensively where he can hit balls all around i think he's honestly the fastest guy on our team so to have him back out there is gonna be awesome and then i mean obviously you know guys like jc if he's gonna be playing center field that guy can cover a ton of ground so defensively i'm excited to watch those three who are the guys uh on your heels over at first base what's the the future of the first base position look like outside of josh moyle 
Yeah, so we have obviously Cam Clonch. He's in my yeah. grade. He's, I mean, he's been getting after it this whole spring. Great, great offensively and defensively. He's been great. But uh, Cam Burgess, a freshman this year, he's really changed. Like over the fall, he was kind of, I guess, trying to get acclimated to everything. And now he's come back in the spring and he's bashing the ball all over the place and, and playing great defense. So I'm, I'm excited to see both of those two if they're getting in the games this year, whether it's DH, first base, wherever, to see those guys play would be, be pretty cool. And we've seen, like even before you got here, Josh, that uh, Cliff Goblin will mix up the order. He'll oh, yeah. put new guys in and out. So it, it kind of makes you fight for your spot every day, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, it, And honestly, I think that's part of why Coach does it too is it keeps us all really, like obviously not getting comfortable with where we're playing. Just if we can go out and compete every day, it's going to make us better too. And the guys behind us or, or guys off the bench who are coming late in the game, if they're – grinding every day and working at it then they're just as ready as as the starters are when they get those late game at bats so i i like it did you uh play any other sports in high school uh not in high school growing up i played a lot of basketball but uh i got to high school and <clears throat> my conference for basketball is actually really good back <laughs> home and i was like oh man i'm i'm like six three six four i might have to be playing like point guard shooting guard and i really <laughs> can't dribble the ball that well I, was, I always played down low so i i knew it wasn't for me and just to focus on baseball who was it last week? Was it Spivey or Gross talking about how they uh, played at a school conference that had all these D1 basketball players? I can't remember which one yeah, it was. Yeah, Spivey's but... conference was really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, Charlie said, who's the best on the team at a sport other than baseball? So, I don't know. I brought up ping pong because you got to have a, a ping pong table. But, like, uh, I don't know. Who do you think would be the best, like, basketball, football, tennis? I don't know. Anybody I mean, come to mind? JC on the basketball court, we uh we've played some pickup games, you know, kinda before the season last year and all, and that guy's a monster on the court. I mean, he's jumping up and dunking on people and all these kind of things. So he's a he's just a freak athlete. But as far as ping pong goes, I mean Josh Groves, my roommate, he uh he's pretty good at ping pong. He's gotten a lot better. So those are two guys that, you know, if they weren't playing baseball, who knows? But what's your favorite uh jersey combo to rock? i love our black jerseys i like when we rock the black with the gray on the road i think that's the that's one of the cleaner ones we have but obviously you know the home home all white is always uh always a favorite of mine all right we'll keep throwing some questions out here dan uh asking what do you like on your hot dog uh i usually just go ketchup mustard i like to you know kind of mix them in like the squiggly line kind of pattern but uh right. usually just just uh ketchup mustard on my hot dogs how about your uh celebrity crush who's the hottest celebrity that's tough uh i, I what is it uh margot roby i think she's a she's a pretty good looking woman but you know I, they're celebrities for a reason so everybody uh so we had that answer quite a bit and then two of your teammates and brian bailey old man bailey said jennifer aniston yeah. and i was wondering like how is she still popular and relevant but i guess people watch friends uh, still. yeah i guess well all the reruns are always on tv so <laughs> what are you uh watching you got any good tv or movie recommendations uh so i actually just started up not too long ago watching game of thrones i okay. got into that and obviously there's eight seasons so i'm uh, still working on that but that's been a really good one from where are you at right now what season uh season five i okay. think i'm four episodes in five episodes in so working my way there slowly but i, I really it's a like grind show oh yeah it is <laughs> yeah uh good question from robert he says how do you keep from freezing your butt off during the february games yeah that is a good question because fans are bundled up they can go in the mm -hmm. concourse to get a break <laughs> from the wind but you're out there man so uh yeah how do you stay warm uh, usually it's the the hand warmers in the back pocket will keep the hands warm but 
I've, I mean, being from Maryland, I'm used to playing in the cold a decent amount. So I, I've gotten pretty used to it, but always, you know, just throwing the, the jacket on in the dugout's always a big thing or walking into the locker room to warm up before you're next at bat kind of thing. But it honestly, once you're out there and moving around, you don't even really feel that cold. Seems like in Eastern North Carolina too, we go from like brutally cold to summer oh, yeah. almost. There's not a lot of in between. No, so like, no. I don't know what's you'd would you rather play in that that hot heat of the summer than the freezing in February or what do you prefer? Yeah, I mean definitely the yeah. heat. I mean the ball the ball flies a lot better in the heat and it hurts your hands a little less when you miss hit one. So uh, I'm I've always been a big fan of the heat, but I, honestly I don't mind the weather as much, but definitely would prefer the heat. All right, are you a O's fan? I well? am. All right, I am. we'll uh, we carry O's baseball here on Pirate. They're a team on the rise. Yeah, Connor Norby yeah. on the rise. Oh yeah, uh, as he is uh, working his way up the minors. And I asked uh, Hoove about this, Josh. But how about all your your former teammates? You know, Burley making his MLB debut, but. <clears throat> gavin norby climbing up the ranks you got so many pirates playing minor league baseball uh pretty cool that they were just you know hanging out with you in the dugout a couple years ago yeah it's awesome and i'm i'm so happy for those guys to see them do that because they were they were such great guys while they were here that once you see them moving on you can't you can't help yourself but to be happy for them and you know especially guys like gavin gavin skyrocketing up and norby especially and then burley i mean Every time he's back, I've hit with him a good amount. So it's it's cool to see those guys moving up and continuing to play at a high level. And, uh, Josh, the cool part uh, about what we do, we get to see you guys come in as, like, you know, kids, young men, and then kind of turn into what you are now to to young men. And, and how about the transformation for you going from one of the younger guys on the team to now being a vet, being a leader? How's that gone for you? <clears throat> yeah, I've, I've loved it, honestly, because I get to – be that older guy now to the guys that are coming in i mean my freshman year i had guys like gavin and norby who kind of almost and thomas francisco actually Mm -hmm. was with me pretty much every day at first base just guys that took me along the way and kind of showed me how to do things and now that i've had three years here and understand kind of how like what it takes to be able to play here and continue to play here and having those guys show me that now that i'm able to do the same thing is awesome for me if I have a sheet here and it's got every every number, every stat from old school as average to new school as exit velocity or whatever, like what what off that sheet of paper are you looking at, if anything? Like what's important to you? Uh, I mean, honestly, I think the biggest thing for me is to see kind of the strikeouts to walks. Okay. Because when I look at it, like obviously if I have – 30 more strikeouts than i do walks like i know i'm doing something wrong yeah. but if i'm if i'm pretty even with that we like to we like to keep it one to one on the team if mm-hmm. we can have one walk per strikeout then we know we're we're doing what we should at the plate but honestly i don't like to get too caught up in batting average because you can be smoking balls everywhere they get caught and then you look up and you're like oh man like why is my average the way it is but yeah i, I like to look more at those kind of stats of you know batting average balls and plays one that i've looked at and then looking at like strike to walk ratio those kind of things how uh i hear you know tipping pitches especially a lot in the majors but even you know in college i guess every pitcher does it if they're uh, they're unaware of but how how good are you at picking up you know what's coming and and does that get better over time something you can identify yeah yeah i mean spending more time around the guys in the dugout too is a big thing especially the pitchers when mm-hmm. we sit there with the pitchers because they're the ones that are worried about tipping pitches so if they're picking up on something we'll have a conversation they'll be like hey like look for this and then i mean it really helps us when we can pick up something because hey we know what's coming next but yeah i mean that's a huge part of it and we have guys that'll just sit in the dugout and do that the whole game so if they find any little thing they'll let us know and then it only helps us out so everybody's kind of working together on that 
Josh Moylan joining us, and uh, we'll be talking to Josh throughout this 2023 ECU baseball season. And all right, uh, good first performance, Josh. Hey, thank uh, you the, the guys told me you were a good talker, and they didn't lie. You're, uh, <laughs> you're pretty good. We were talking football during the break, talking <laughs> some baseball here, um, and you're uh, you're going Eagles in the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, Jalen Hurts MVP. Uh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, you know Devonta Smith or a guy like that popping out as the uh, MVP, but we'll see. All right, I'm going to keep that in mind as well. <laughs> uh, Super Bowl halftime show Rihanna this year, I believe. If you could choose uh, your ultimate Super Bowl halftime show, who would you have playing? I, I mean, Rihanna's not not a bad one. I think she'll put on a, a pretty solid show, but uh, I think it'd be cool to, you know, what did they do a couple years ago with like Eminem and a bunch of those guys? Dr. Like that, Dre. Yeah, that, like that was cool for me. I thought that was cool. So, so what's like cool. your rap guy? What's your like favorite rap of all uh, artists, groups? <sighs> It's tough. I mean, I like listening to the. Well, I guess it's kind of older stuff for me, but like Tupac, Biggie. Like okay, to them. all right, that's pretty. There cool we go, Wu Tang. Uh, not as much, not ah, as much. Okay. But my pregame is usually a little Tupac or Biggie. So. That's cool. That's kind of from my era. <laughs> Outcast, maybe throw them in yeah, a little yeah. bit. Okay, all right, cool. Josh, uh, thanks for hanging out, man. Yeah, thank you. And uh, and good luck this season. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks after the uh, series opener, season opener. Sounds good. All right, Shirley, uh, let's open up the booty bag. Make somebody a winner. And see if Josh knows what booty, this song booty, is. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Josh, you ever heard of Bubba Sparks? Uh, no, I have not. Okay, all right. Well, you know, a lot of young guys have it. There was a, uh, maybe a one or two hit wonder from the 2000s. All right, uh, Shirley, what are we giving away today? Shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico. All right, sounds like a plan. What color are we looking for? I'm going to go with color number eight. Color eight, 317-1250 is a winner. We'll take a timeout. Thanks to Delcor for their sponsorship of the Players Lounge. Call 321-8868 or visit DelcorInc.com if you need uh, service on your heating, cooling, plumbing, and otherwise. We'll take a break. Come back. Tony Collins joins us after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. Uh, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. Carolina Caliber will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. And congratulations to Jeff Dover of Greenville. Picked up a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Plus, ice cold cervezas and Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Alrighty, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live, a Delcor Players Lounge Monday. And great getting to know and talking some baseball and other things with Josh Moylan. Lane Hoover and Jacob Jenkins Coward today. We'll talk to the arms uh, next week once again. Uh, Garrett Saylor, Josh Gross, uh, among others. So looking forward to that. 
next Monday. We'll also be recapping Super Bowl 57. We'll talk about that in a moment with touchdown Tony Collins, starting to look at some prop bets. And uh, we'll get into some of that with Tony as well when he uh, joins us here on the program. You can hear Super Bowl 57 if you're out and about right here on Pirate Radio. Touchdown Tony Collins, ECU Hall of Famer, joining us on the show. Tony, how you doing, man? Doing great. How you doing, Cliff? I am doing good. Tony, how much of the Pro Bowl festivities did you watch over the weekend? None. Zero. All right, same as me. Um <laughs> How uh, I feel like I've asked you this before, but Tony, you uh, you made the Pro Bowl. How and you had a great week out there. I know a vacation, uh, but as far as the game goes, back when you played, was there real hitting? Like, did it feel like a, a real football game at all, or was it everybody taking it easy out there? You know, it felt like a real football game. See, when I played the Pro Bowl, it was after the Super Bowl, so. Um, and you and winners got I, I think it was winners got ten thousand losers got five thousand, but it was after the Super Bowl, and so even the guys that went to the Super Bowl was able to play in the Pro Bowl, and it was it was for bragging rights. The uh-huh. NFC gets the NFC, and uh, they played. Uh, I think they changed it. Um, you know when you know guys are making so much money now, and yeah, they don't really care. They don't really care about bragging rights and. The, the biggest thing is they don't want to get hurt for next year's for next year's, and I understood that. But we were we were playing for bragging rights back when I was playing, and it was a real football game. Um, it, it probably changed uh, in the in the in the in the nineties, the late nineties. Kind of, kind of, they started stopped hitting, and nobody wanted to get hurt, and, and so it, it wasn't a game. So I mean, I'm glad they stopped. Do- stop the game because it really took away from what the players really could do you know what i mean but uh i, I never did watch <laughs> yeah no nah, I, I i hear you there and all, all the skills you know i you know that's <laughs> it's, it's not a joke i mean it's, it's a it's a good thing that you know when you when you uh when you selected the, the, the to, to go to the pro bowl and a pro bowl player and I know you, you go into the nice places, but you know it's not a game that you know you're going to watch and see real football anymore. And it was in Vegas, which Tony, uh, you wouldn't turn down a trip to Vegas, I'm sure. But absolutely not. It's been it's been in Florida. It's been in uh, uh, maybe California as well. Like they don't even go to Hawaii anymore. Like I know, and that and that was a big deal, man. It was you know going to Hawaii and spending a you know a whole week out there. Um, that, that was that was that was fun time, you know. And, and, it's, and it's it's Hawaii; it's not Las Vegas. But I'm sure you know they they they, they got the, the the nice setup and everything. But Hawaii and Las Vegas, you know, when you think of Hawaii, you think about a vacation place to go to. Touchdown, Tony Collins joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Tony, uh, well, uh, I want to ask you about your Super Bowl memories. Not necessarily the game that didn't go very well, although you were the leading rusher for the Patriots that day. I have to look up that stat again and see how many yards you had. But how about the week leading up to it, Tony? With you got your media day, you got I, I don't know how many events, how many because you still had to practice. You're still getting ready for a game. But how kind of was it overwhelming to you that week leading up to the Super Bowl? What was that like? It was my biggest thing, you know, with my family was, you know, getting all the tickets and, you know, getting them there and, you know, making sure everything was good for my mom and my dad. And, 
You know, I got I'm from a big family, so it's that just wasn't my brothers and sisters. It was my it was my uncles, it was my nieces. <laughs> it was like a lot. I mean, yeah, I could only get so many tickets, but you know, but the as far as the media, the media was the big thing. You know, you had to you had to go to media day and uh, but you had media all through the week, and they're there at practice and they're asking you questions. And so, you know, it was a big hype. The crazy part about our, our week, I don't know if other teams did that, but we we stayed in the same hotel as the Chicago Bears. And uh, huh. and that was pretty cool, you know, seeing them. But the craziest part about it, we had, we had curfew every night. And so we had to be in by 11. And when we were coming in for curfew, the Chicago Bears were going out. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, man. We coming in, and they're going out. Oh man, so that's that's that was Raymond Barry. Raymond Barry was old fashioned, man. So we, we had curfew every night while we were there, but it was still a fun time, you know. And uh, the you know the big part about you know for the Patriots that year, we were the underdog. We were not, you know, no one thought we were gonna. We just got in the playoffs. Uh, by winning our last game against Cincinnati, so all our all our all our games were on the road. We went yeah. to New York, beat them. Went out to L.A., beat them. Nobody thought we were going to beat them. And then we went to Miami. Yeah, we hadn't won down there in about eighteen years. And uh, and everybody was getting ready for a Marino versus Bears Super Bowl, right? And and casting I, y'all off. And and and, and that year, that, the the Miami Dolphins were the only team to beat the Bears. Oh right, like late in the year, Monday Night Football wasn't something like that. Yep, yep. Yeah. So everybody wanted to see that, but we had a, we had different thoughts. There you go. All right, I got a question for uh, Chandler and a question for Tony. First, you, Chandler. Touchdown, Tony Collins, ECU Hall of Famer, was the leading rusher for the Patriots in that Super Bowl <laughs> against the Bears. How many yards did he have? Um, I'm guessing you're asking me this because he didn't have that many. I he led to... the team in rushing. Yeah, but he probably had, what, 40, 50 yards? 40? All right. Good number. 20, um, maybe? How about four? No way! <laughs> yeah, Tony, like, is this true? He's the leading rusher with four yards. <laughs> Man! Hey, you try running on the fridge and tell me how, hey, that's how true. easy it is. Tony, uh, who, who had the only touchdown for your team? Who caught the touchdown pass in the Super Bowl? Do you remember? Over. Irving Fryer. Former Redskin, former a lot. He played forever. Irving Fryer was the answer. Good yeah. job, Tony Collins. Uh, but, man, do, you know, score notwithstanding, Tony, do you – I mean, do you look back uh, on those memories as fond times, being able to, you know, one-time pro bowler but been playing in a Super Bowl? I mean, it's got to be a dream. Yeah, that's that's what every every football player does about, you know, uh, playing in the Super Bowl. You know, you dream about that, you know, when you're in your backyard. And I did a lot of that uh, dream about playing in the Super Bowl. You never really thought about playing in the Pro Bowl, but you know when that when that came and it, it was a it was a great time, but you know it, it's a, it's a it's a thing that you know a lot of players play 14 years, 15 years and never get a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And then, you know some some players like Tom Brady, they get to go there 10 times. So it's it's it's, it's a it's a game where you you you, you try to get to every year, but it's it's one of the probably hardest things to do uh, for a team to get back. You know, the Buffalo Bills went four years in a row and lost all four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's crazy, man, but that's that's the goal, to get to the Super Bowl. And on that note, Tony, Patrick Mahomes has been here before. He, he knows what the week's going to be like, the buildup. He knows what that feeling's like when you – 
you got the anthem and the kickoff and all that jalen hurts doesn't uh now he's got some teammates i guess jason kelsey and i don't know how many uh eagles are still on the team from uh the the team that was in the super bowl but mahomes and this crew has done it andy reed and company I, I, do you factor that in at all to what's going to happen on sunday you you don't really i'm telling you as a football player he's played jalen has played in a lot of big games True. in college and you know a lot of big games and, and when he was a, as, as a pro but here's the thing once the game starts it's just like another game i mean it was just like you know you're playing another game that you've been playing you know, all season, but it's it's the biggest game of your life. Uh, I I don't think Jalen's going to be too overwhelmed with that. Um, he's going to be a lot healthier than he was two weeks ago, I'm for sure. And and it's going to be it's going to be tough for the Kansas City Chiefs to to stop him in that offense. They're running team. And the key again, especially in games like this, is who controls the line of scrimmage. If you yeah. control the line of scrimmage, you're going to probably win the game because it's going to be a game that. You know, it's going to go back and forth. you got two great quarterbacks, and, you, and I'm not taking anything from Mahomes, but I just don't think uh, that he's going to be able to get away from Philly. That that defense, they're going to put a lot of pressure on him. And uh, it, it'll be a great game to watch, though. And, man, major storyline, we talked about it, Tony, leading into the AFC Championship was Mahomes' health. That hadn't hurt a lot. Maybe we'll hear more about that the, these next few days leading up to the game. But if, it almost feels like we're just assuming he's fine, but – you say uh, kind of keep an eye on that, right? He was limping around second half uh, in, against the Bengals. Check, let's see what happens this week. You know, he's got, he's got two weeks to rest on it, two weeks to get uh, treatment on it, which is going to be good for him. But I'm going to tell you, it, it, it's not 100%. Uh, there's no way his ankle is 100% because, I, you know, I, I've had a high ankle sprain before, and it, it, it takes a while to get it, you know, 100%. So, you know, even if, it, even if it's 85% for, for Mahomes, He's still a great quarterback, and you still got to get that pressure on him. But here's the thing: um, if they do get pressure on him early in the game, and, and you know he's going to be favoring that that ankle man, it, it's not it's, it, it could get ugly. And I'm and I, I don't want it to get ugly, but you know that's the thing that Philly's going to do. They're going to put pressure on him, uh, make him go down a few times, make him run the ball because he's not going to have the, that mobility to run like he like he used to run. So that's going to be the key to the whole game. You know, controlling the line of scrimmage. How much pressure can the Eagles put on Mahomes? All right, you, you kind of hinted at it last week. I'm kind of hearing it in your voice uh, right now, too, Tony. What's your official prediction? Who's going to win Super Bowl 57? I think it's, I think it's, it'll be a great game to watch, but I think Philly's going to uh, pull out. It'll be close to, in the beginning, but Philly will pull out about 37 to 20. Wow. I think they're going to explode in this second half because I, I really don't think that Mahomes is gonna 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 play the whole game. I I I just don't see it. I, I'm hoping I'm, I'm hoping I'm wrong because I really really would like to see a, a close game. But I just think Philly just has too much, man. Offensively, their offensive line is is great, uh, and you know Kansas City is not the best defense in the world, especially against the run. So that that's gonna be that's gonna be the whole key. Can Philly run the ball against them? Sounds like Tony likes that Eagles over twenty five and a half points prop too. Uh, you think they're going to get into the 30s here? Yeah, I, I definitely think that they're going to score some points on on, uh, on KC, and and that's why that's why I say if, if Mahomes can stay healthy throughout the whole game, uh, it, it could be it could come down to a close game. But I just think Philly just have a little, little too much for them. We got to bet on the coin toss, Tony. Is it going to land on heads or tails? Tails. All right, there you go. The pick is in. 
<laughs> Tony, good stuff, man. Uh, thanks for joining us today. What You got a party you're going to? Uh, you used to go to some Super Bowls. When's the last time you went to one, Tony? Well, actually, I'm going to be in New Orleans uh, okay. for, for the Super Bowl. We got Mardi Gras coming up around, around the corner. So nice. So we'll be down there so, uh, celebrating and watching the Super Bowl down there. Awesome. Good stuff. Tony, thanks for joining us, man. All right, buddy. Touchdown. Tony Collins likes the Eagles and likes tails. What do you think, Chandler? Always pick with your head. Santana Moss said that going into uh, after a game where Washington won in overtime. And there's the phrase, tails never fails. But they asked Santana why he picked heads and, and won the toss. He said, you always bet with your head. So now I don't know what to do. That quote was cold. I'm so confused as to what to do. I'm going to say it lands on its side. I wonder what kind of odds I can get on that. <laughs> get stuck in the grass. Heads or tails? Neither. Side. Straight up. Give me that. All right, let's take a break. We'll- uh, while we do, Clip, there is some uh, news out of college football. Uh, former American foe UCF has made a hire. Gus Malzahn has made a hire. And it's former Charlotte head coach, Will Healy. He has been hired at UCF as a advisor to the head coach and senior offensive analy- uh, analyst. So uh, there's a hire there for Gus Malzahn. Wasn't he hot at one time? Didn't they? Did, am I, were they the ones that did like the celebration in the uh, locker room, the club? Nah, am I making this up? No, I know what you're talking. They they call their locker room like a club, club Niners or club something. Yeah, I know the Saints did that. The Saints used to have club whatever. Yeah, um, I, I don't know it. Well, I guess my point is, Will Healy not hot anymore. No, from hot to not. Let's take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedic East and Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at ECU for more than 35 years and are the official physicians for the Pirates. Orthopedics East provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, taking a look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubbuck. Dubbuck. Uh, slow night tonight in college hoops. You got two games involving top 25 teams. The rest of the action is uh, you got a lot of Patriot League swack. Swack. Uh, and some other uh, lesser conferences. No offense. <laughs> Almost dropped a Bill Parcells. Can I drop a Bill Parcells? No. Why not? No. Anything Bill Parcells related, you probably should not say in public or especially on a sports talk radio show. No offense. To... God, I really want to say it. Anyway, Google up Bill Parcells. <laughs> no offense. Bill Parcells plays. YouTube that real quick. Speaking of... Um things said by people no offense 
Uh, have you met my friend Noah? No offense. <laughs> <laughs> I know offense. Uh, Johnny Gardner. Johnny, uh, just funny hearing you, not necessarily you, but anybody your age and my age too. I'm 40 plus now, but typing in these words, but he was answering a question for us. He typed in club lit to the uh, Facebook. Uh-huh. I guess that was what I was thinking about with Charlotte. Yeah. Club Charlotte. Lit. Charlotte, Charlotte. Wait, is that the tie in there? Like I, that's what I took from it. Huh. I don't know. Uh, but thank you, Johnny, for that. Um, back to the basketball schedule. Can we just play Bill Parcells' comments? Surely, <laughs> send you a link. Uh, we can't. I man, I don't want to be a part of this. What do you mean? He said it. It's like let's not reinforce it. Speaking of coaches, a uh, piece of information just came out just momentarily. Uh, Brian Flores has accepted the Vikings defensive coordinator job, according to Shefty. All right, Brian Flores, D.C. Um, let's see, I think. Dear Jim. <laughs> oh, my God. We, let's play the Rome segment. Hold on, we got a few minutes left on Dear the show. Dear Jim. <laughs> Surely I'm going to send you something real quick, okay? Usually when someone says no offense, <laughs> it is going to actually offend somebody. <laughs> All right. Uh, DMD Shirley, could you please just play that for me? As I read off that uh, the U is hosting Duke tonight. The U. The U. Miami, a three-point favorite. Also, the other game, uh, two good ones tonight. Two beauties. Two beauties. How about number five, Texas, at number nine, Kansas? How about it? Good game All right. You ready? Tonight. All right, so this is uh, oh my uh, gosh. I brought up Bill Parcells. This no is offense. from uh, Jim Rohn. Dear Jim, Parcells pulled one of those, quote, Jap plays out of his pocket to win that game last night. Brian no disrespect to the Orientals, but what we call Jap plays, okay, surprise things. No disrespect to anyone. <laughs> All right, you can cut it. That's here. incredible that a guy that smart uttered that statement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Roby, oh, that was uh, I remember that smart what? can utter that statement. Hey, dear Jim, dear Jim. <laughs> oh, big tuna. What is he? <laughs> what is big tuna up to these days? Oh, uh, just surviving. He's old. He's an old man. Oh man, uh, I. I want to see uh, – I talked to Moylan about it. I want to see that uh, 30 for 30 on the Ravens. I might watch it tonight. Uh, Bullies of Baltimore? Yeah. Washington beat the Baltimore that season. 7 to 3. Awesome. Put that in your pipe. And and do what with it? I would smoke it. Shirley, final Gotta get break. a break. Yep. No offense. And that was our Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Dubuck. No offense to anyone. No offense. We'll be back and wrap it up after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. It was a rough day for the stock market. The Dow was down 34 points, closed at 33,891. NASDAQ was down 119 points at 11,887. S&P slipped 25 points, finished out the day at 4,111. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to you. Wrapping it up on a Monday. Thanks for tuning in today on a Delcor Players Lounge edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll be back with you on Tuesday, 3 o'clock. We'll talk to you then. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.